2: Good morning. No, no, check that. It's a great morning. It is time to skip the BS. Time for Undisputed. Time for you to hit us up. Hashtag Undisputed Live. It is time for me to say, how about them Cowboys? Michael Irvin is sitting across me right now saying just the same thing. (laughs) But we will dive into Cowboys 33, Panthers 10, a Cowboys road win I believe is being underrated at 10 a.m. when Keyshawn Johnson will join us to no doubt disagree with both me and Michael about that. But first up, I welcome in Richard Sherman and Michael to delve into uh, last night's comeback by the Broncos. Late touchdown pass by Russell Wilson. Amazingly, even the Broncos record Is this possible at five and five from one and five and giving up 70 at Miami to now five and five it's Mm. happening right before your very eyes. Mm. So Richard Sherman, you played in two super bowls with Russell Wilson up in Seattle. Can you see him leading Sean Payton's Broncos to this year's playoffs?
1: Uh, Mm. they sit at 10th right now, skip. Um, while this four-game winning streak has been great, their defense, Vance Joseph, deserves a ton of credit. Uh, He was much maligned after the 70-point Miami Dolphins loss. But I I think it's just too tall of a hill to climb for them right now. I mean, they have to play the Browns, who are playing outstanding defense as well. Uh, They have to play the Lions. They have to beat the Chargers, Uh, which which is a win I think they can get. They play them twice, so I think they get one of those. But I just, I don't see them doing enough. I think the other teams have too big of a lead at this point in time for them to, to recover. But it's still a great story. They were 1-5. Uh, a lot of people had them drafting very early in this draft. Maybe even Caleb Williams. Uh, and now they've fought themselves out of that hole, and they're playing good football.
0: Now they pulled themselves maybe out of the Caleb Williams hole, but not all the way out of a hole. We'll discuss all of that as we move right. through it. Now, you know, it's interesting because when you go through that schedule, they do Cleveland next week, and then at Houston, and, you know, and at Chargers, and, and then at Detroit. They got three road games in a row that they can lose all three of them and get them to the eight losses already. So that's why it's going to be tough. It's going to be very tough. And You know, what's funny is when I was going through it, I started laughing, and I know we'll talk about this later, but I said, Cleveland, I said, oh, at Houston. you know how you, you can start putting in an L when you used to go on the schedule and see Houston and say that was a win. That's true. I that's said, a oh, that's an L right there right away. That's just we'll talk about Houston, too, later on. But, but right here you see it. you got to give them and say congratulations. They won four games in a row. That, that, that's pretty incredible. Russell Wilson threw for 259 yards and a touchdown yesterday. Had 100 pass, over 100 passer rating. You said, wow, that sounds pretty good. 19 touchdowns, only four interceptions. That leads the NFL. You said, man, Russ must really be having a year seven games over 100 passer rating. That's another lead to NFL. Russ might be having a year, mm-hmm. a great year. And then you got to say, there's no way. They carry this into next year with what you're seeing on the football field for yeah. the Denver Broncos. Agreed. There is no way that offense gets back on the field. Sean Payton talked about it. The highs of winning, especially in this offense, it, you know, doesn't match the lows of losing when, when, when it goes down. And, and, and he really talked about that podium that I thought was interesting because what do you do? You can't find, this offense has no. No systematic way to move the football uh, unless you call Russell Wilson running around, coming up with something, and saying, Cortland Sutton, or somebody, please catch this football. Because every touchdown that he's thrown, it's been incredible, incredible plays. Incredible plays made by wide receivers and balls that looked like they were just hanging and floating. So True. you got to give them all the credit in the world for winning these football games, winning four football games. Uh, as I said to Keyshawn, It's hard in the National Football League. So I want to give Coach Payton a lot of credit and give Russell credit. But, man, there's no way this is going to be the Broncos next year. Mm.
2: they got to do something. So I think I just heard you say they probably will not make this year's playoffs because Richard was – Pretty much a no No, on that, no, no. Right? I, I, think, yeah, I think it's yeah. going to be
0: hard. If you lose three of these games, you know, you're already at eight losses right there. And, and, and that's, you know, maybe eight losses get you in. But, but I,
2: I think you'll even lose more than three. Okay. So right. here's the irony for me in watching what I watched last night. I was actually more impressed with Sean Payton's Broncos before last night's game in the previous three games than I was last night. When last night's game ended, I scratched my head and said, "How did they win that game?" It took me a while to figure out how did they survive and win the game because even though Russ's stats look okay twenty seven to thirty five for what was it two fifty nine, my my mind's eye told me he did not play well last night, and the stats told me that he was he and his offense three of twelve on third down. The stats told me that the first nine times they had the ball, they wound up with five field goals and four punts because they kept doing something to self-destruct as they approached or entered the red zone, a penalty or a misfire or something. And to Michael's point, it just seems like Russ, and and again, (laughs) Richard lived with this for a long time in Seattle and thrived on it for a long time in Seattle, but now it feels like at age 34, that, that he just bolts immediately. It's like maybe one quick look, and then he's scrambling around trying to make a play, and he doesn't have quite the athletic movement, the quickness, the escapability that he once did. And it came down to one throw. And when the ball left his hand, as if we could see the touchdown pass to Cortland Sutton, as soon as it left his hand, I thought, that's intercepted. Uh, he by, just, by, by the cornerback yeah, that yeah, was going just to drop ball off the yeah, he just throws a floater up for grabs, and it's obviously a jump <laughs> ball, and he said, we right, practice this. Right and, there. And, uh. Okay, so he high points a young man who's a big, strong, almost a DK Metcalf of a receiver in Cortland Sutton, uh-huh. who just goes Boy, up Corey and wins the – he goes and get it. Huh?
0: He goes up he and gets it. He just goes
2: up and snatches it out of the sky, and mm-hmm. that's the football game. And then, just yeah, just to good reinforce good. this, that they try a two point try that would have given them a three point lead. And it's just an abomination. It's just like, what if we could see their two point try said, what was that? Well, what exactly? He bottles the snap. It just, it's, it was just like disastrous, but it wasn't a disaster because they won 21 to 20. So to Richard's point, I look at this defense over the last four games. So the last four games, after they gave up 70 points really in three quarters at Miami, I'm looking at they are first in points allowed over the last four games in the NFL. They they have the most takeaways in the NFL with 13 over the last four games. 12 over the last three games. They do. And they have the best turnover differential in all of football over the last four games. But then you get down to... My favorite quarterback stat, QBR, and Russ is hanging way down at 19th in QBR because he hasn't played very well. And QBR said last night that Joshua Dobbs completely outplayed him because Josh Dobbs had a 55, which is a little above average, and Russ was a 32 last night in QBR. So QBR is saying he played a pretty lousy game, pretty lousy game, and yet he made that one throw, and he made a right. nice fourth down conversion to Cortland Sutton. Cortland Sutton, Sutton is a stud, man. I mean, right. he's, we, right. we knew that going Doing in. that right there. Yeah. Doing that
0: part Do, doing right that. there right. For, yes. for, for, for him right now and for Denver right now because ultimately, Sharon, you know this, th- th- those kinds of offensive plays are something that, oh, we have this too when everything else goes wrong. They're, not, they're right. not anything you can live off of. They're, this is breakfast, lunch, right. and dinner. No, no, no. That's snack. You, <laughs> that's just a snack. You cannot <laughs> feed off that every day. It doesn't happen like that in the National Football League. And that's what I'm I'm saying is there's no way this is going to be a playoff team. Not, not yeah, without yeah, a, better, I mean, a better run game, or better something to move this football. You only have one rushing TD the whole, end of, the whole season. Now, Now, I love that. I love Skip that you go QBR because as I said to you, this man is first. He has a hundred uh, pass, pass ratings yes. seven times this season. Yep. Yep. Nobody else has seven. Nope. And you'll say, oh, that's pretty good yep. right there. But it's not pretty good. Okay. So, so and I don't want to beam it, it, down it won. Okay. on Denver. They want congratulations on that. The that was way, good.
2: Russ does have 19 touchdown passes to only four. Four deceptions. interceptions. So Sean has cleaned yeah. up the act, right?
0: Great, great pass.
2: Okay. Great. I'm I mean, Richard. Russell has Go cleaned ahead.
1: up the act, too. He's played well. He's, he's thrown the ball well. Um, he doesn't take a lot of risks. Uh, he, he checks it down to his running backs when he needs right. to. He gets the first downs he needs to that way. But at the end of the day, it's not sustainable for the playoffs. You're going to have to push the ball down the field more in the playoffs. you got to be consistent with the run game. This defense is, is playing like a playoff-caliber defense right. for sure, especially the last four weeks. You just noted all the stats. But I just don't think they have enough offensively to beat these teams. I I think they split with the Chargers. I think they they lose to the Houston Texans. I think C.J. Stroud plays a big game then. I think this defense eventually regresses back to what they were earlier this season. Maybe not to 70 points to Miami regress, but they do start to give up more than 20 points. They haven't – I mean, I think the most they've given up on this winning streak is 22 points. Um, And so – I think they do regress back. I think the Detroit Lions get him. I think uh, the Houston Texans get him. I think the Browns get him. I think the Chargers get him once. Uh, I think they beat the Raiders in a dogfight. I, mean, I think they beat the Chargers in a dogfight, but that's not enough to get you in the playoffs. And they watch him from home, and then they got a lot of questions to answer because you have to figure out if you're going forward with Russ and the way he's played. And the way he's played says you have to go forward with him. He, he's not the problem right now. He's not necessarily the reason you're losing these games. Um, are you the reason you lost all these games earlier? He's got 19 touchdowns to only four interceptions. Um, has a big, big cap number next year. You have to figure out if he's a part of your future. If Sean Payton wants to be a part of his future, uh, if not, that's a that's a tough question and a tough decision to have to make. So, so Richard, so, so let, becomes, let me ask Richard a quick
2: question before you go. <clears throat> Richard, the, the quarterback you played with went to two Super Bowls with. How different? Did that quarterback look to you, to your eye, than this Russell Wilson looks in Denver?
0: Uh he
1: looks a lot different. Uh, just because he's not pushing the ball down the field as much, um, it. I think in Seattle he had a he had more of a rapport with with Jermaine Kirst, Doug Baldwin, uh, even Tyler Lockett and, yep. and DK Metcalf, and he would throw up those fifty fifty balls. He'd, he'd he'd scramble around and not just throw it. You know twenty. 20 yards down the field, 15 yards down the field. He'd be putting it 50 yards down the field um, on a post, a go route, and over to Tyler Lockett um, because he had a a, a different kind of rapport and trust with those guys. I think he's starting to develop that trust with Cortland Sutton. You saw the pass. He put it up there where his receiver could go up there and get it. He's done that a few times this season, uh, but he just hasn't done it as often as he had in Seattle He's being a little bit more conservative and he's taking care of the ball. So you got to give him credit for he that. He's doing that. Yeah.
0: yeah. And, you know. and my, my thing is this as I look at a football game, I'm trying to say, okay, even Denver, I'm looking at Denver say, okay, where, where can this team get better? You know, if you move forward with Russ, what do you see? Who do we kind of go and get to say, oh, he's going to make Russ better. See, I think Russ already have all those tools already there. You see what I mean? He has Courtland Sudden, the guy that can go up and get the big ball. He has Jerry Judy. I mean Jerry Judy, he that that blitz came right in Russell's face. Russell got that ball off now. The defensive back made a pretty good play, but Jerry Judy still should have called that as a touchdown. Mm. You know what I mean? So 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 he has something he has things around him And and, and I'm saying this offense is not going to be enough. So are you going to give me... The number one rushing game to add to it because I'm going to need something more out of this offense to say, let's keep moving forward in this same direction. That, that's what that's what's hard for me when I look okay, at it. Okay,
2: but I have really liked Javante Williams over the past three, the a, previous three right. games. And then last night, he's he got hard Stonewall. And man. they run hard. Minnesota is yeah, right. really good on defense, but he tried 11 carries. We saw the two-point that didn't right. count in the stats, but he tried 11 times and got a grand total of 37 yards. And Denver rushed it for a grand total of 46 yards last night. Usually that will lose football games. But the other team, Josh Dobbs and company, turned it over three times. So it was three to nothing on the turnovers. And as you guys know, that almost always tells the same tale, which is the team with zero turnovers wins the game. And that's what happened because it felt like Minnesota just went up and down the field on them. Minnesota controlled the clock and control, like Minnesota had the ball for 35 minutes to 25 for us. Well, it, it's because they kept turning it over. And if we could quickly see the three Minnesota turnovers, this, this is what happened. Every time it looked like, uh oh, here they come. They're going to take this game over. Then this is the first one. Whoops. Yep. That was a I don't even know why they would run that, but they did. And then Madison lost that fumble, got stripped, and then Josh Dobbs. And they're doing a good job of going after him. His arm and got hit that was and right. he got picked.
0: Yeah. Well, that defense is playing tight. That's yeah. tight defense, yeah. and they're doing a good job at, at pulling that ball out and get rid of it. But we're sitting here talking about a win for the Denver Broncos. Let's be. Real mindful for that, the Denver that had nine points this whole game. They scored 12 of the 21 in the fourth quarter doing that stuff. So, yep. you know, to say that, hey, that's a great win. That's a good win for a four-game winning streak. But taking this into the playoffs, it's just hard to see that.
2: All right. So, Josh yeah. Dobbs, I thought, outplayed Russell Wilson in the big picture last night. And if we could see the two touchdowns that he scored. The first one, you want to talk about poise and, and presence? He, he escapes to the right, and then I thought oh, he yeah, was—I was, thought he was done yeah, right boom. there, and he stopped and he said, "Well, I, I can just do that I for that." To do touchdown. that, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, stuff. that was a little Patrick Mahomes, and then he escapes. Josh Dobbs can move; yeah. he can flat out move, and he's, he's slippery in the pocket. He's hard to get a hold of. And Sean Payton said after the game that he was shocked at how tall he—that he's a full 6'3", so he can see over a lot of the oncoming pass rushers. Josh Dobbs is playing at the high level, and I'm sure they're just sick to death this morning because it's another game where you say, well, look what we did. Look what we pulled off. If you look at total yards, they had almost 100 more yards. And you say, well, we went up and down the field, and what do we have to show for it? 21 to 20, Denver. That's what we have to show for it. Wasn't that how Buffalo felt the week before? They pretty much moved the ball at will, and they lost, right, because they... Watched yeah, yeah. They had 12 men on the field for a, a missed late field goal. All right. So back to their schedule. Russ has always know, been that way. If you yeah. keep him around long enough, yeah. Russ can pull out a win late in the yeah. game. Okay. So th- th- this is a hot football team that is winning games sort of head scratchingly, where you say, I-, I don't know how they pulled that off, but <laughs> they did. Could-, could they beat the Browns with obviously no Deshaun? Well, I I don't know it yeah. it's going to be a low scoring game but but again yeah I think they could beat the Browns at Houston I don't think they can win at at Chargers yeah listen the Chargers are spout, they're about right. to be a wreck and I don't know if the head coach is going to last the whole season he Got very defensive last night. Brandon Saley did in his But they post-game.
0: got him twice, Skip. Now, you, know, you, you, you don't see them sweeping nobody with no brooms,
2: yeah. Yeah. right? You don't see I them don't sweeping know. nobody. I, I don't know. I, I mean, no. would it shock me if they won those games? I mean, the, the only game that I see that I don't think Denver can win is at Detroit, obviously. Mm-hmm. And yet, the Bears had them at Detroit and let them off the hook. So, to me, I, I'm, I'm just not sure about Russell Wilson playing at a high enough level to lift this team up after a one, what were they, one and five. I, I just don't know what? if he's playing at a high enough level to lift this team up into a playoff slot. And going forward, th- this is just my gut feeling from a distance. I, I don't have any inside knowledge of this. I, I don't think Sean Payton loves Russell Wilson. I, I just don't think it's, it's his kind of guy, his cup of tea or Gatorade. And it, even though they owe him a lot of money, if if I know Sean, he, he's the kind of guy who would just plunge and say, "We got to get out from under this any way possible." So my gut feeling is that Russell Wilson is not Sean Payton's future in Denver.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's what I talk to, and I and I, and, and I don't know the numbers, but if the numbers play where you can't make a move, then I guarantee you, yeah. or I believe I should say I shouldn't guarantee this that that Sean will be bringing in. Some more uh, bringing in other quarterbacks, maybe like he did in New Orleans, maybe another dual threat quarterback who gives him some other options, but I guarantee i I, I don't believe he sticks with this all the way through I just right. you know just <laughs> they're gonna
1: they're gonna have a hard time getting from under this, and then they're gonna have a hard time justifying it because Russell Wilson is playing as well as he has um he's nineteen touchdowns, four interceptions. <clears throat> if he continues this pace and has a, a career high and touchdown to interception ratio. Yeah. And you tell me Sean Payton's getting rid of him after the season, they're going to have a hard time explaining that to fans, regardless of what he feels about him either
2: way. Hey, Richard, there's one thing I know about Sean Payton. I, I, he I, does I, not care what anybody I, I, else thinks. I,
0: and, and Sherm, I can't agree with <laughs> that. Sherm, <laughs> yeah. Sherm you, uh, Sherm, listen, this, I, I know we always say numbers don't lie, but, but, Clearly, that that's not the total reality, and that's why they come up with the QBRs. Yeah, he's and, 19th in QBR. but but, yep. but, but they still you got to give him credit for finding ways to win games because that's the most important thing no, here. I do. And he's found a way to win games, and he's always been that kind of clutch. As a matter of fact, I think that's when he's at his best. Yep. When the game is no late and games. all of this stuff we got, you, 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 you sat down on a piece of paper and came up with, goes out the window, let me do my thing. That's when Russ becomes dangerous. Mm. Like he likes to say, dangerous. He becomes dangerous. But, but, but. Just setting up, making a drive, every play knowing you need that drive. It, it just—it's it, not the kind of offense that I've seen that Sean Payton yep. wants that you've
2: seen him have over the years. It's All going right. to be difficult. Up next, it is time for us to talk Cowboys. Keyshawn Johnson joins me and Michael to talk about this. My take: Why the Cowboys road win yesterday is being underrated. Mm. That's next.
3: My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right, Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me, that's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun, and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo, to that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP
2: of travel. Cowboys 33, Carolina 10 in Charlotte. Keyshawn Johnson, good morning to you. Hey, Skip, how uh, you good. doing? How are you? We missed you. Nice man. to see you yes, again, sir. Michael. Yeah, it's to been you, too long. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Keyshawn, scale of one to ten. How impressive was this road win for Dallas? I mean it was a six, man. Maybe a five. Uh, mm. And the only reason
3: why I say that is because, Skip, let's be honest with each other. It's the Carolina Panthers. We could just start there. Mm. Okay? Michael Irvin watched the game with me yesterday. And Michael, you know. I, I know when people feel a certain way, he wasn't necessarily worried about them because when you look at the roster of the Carolina Panthers, there was nothing there. On that. There's nothing on that roster that says well, we're in trouble. And when you start at the quarterback position, let alone with Bryce Young, who was a phenomenal young man, okay? But when you look at that, you
2: like,
3: yeah, we're not in, we're going to be okay. <laughs> Even though, to me, you look at this and you want it to be a 10, Skip, so badly because how late in the fourth quarter, mm. all of a sudden the thing changed. In the fourth quarter, it was a one-score game, okay? They didn't gash y'all in the running game nearly the way I would have liked them to, but they had some chunks between Hubbard yep. and Saunders. They had some chunks yep. that they could have because did. they only carried the ball 21 times.
2: Mm. Skip, they, they got 110?
3: 100 and yeah. something. Yeah, 100 yards. Yeah. but if you –
2: push that thing to 30,
3: to 35 attempts, now maybe you do something different and you allow yourself to help a young quarterback out. They didn't give themselves a chance. As I set up and I talked to Michael, I tried to make him as nervous as possible. They cut that thing (laughs) to 17-10. He started slightly biting on the nails, but he really wasn't worried about it. And I understand you celebrating with your Michael Parsons jersey on and your hat and you you sitting there... Because I have people I have people that watch you that pay attention to you because you're a front runner. uh, Okay? Uh, Now all of a sudden, you just like Michael Michael screaming in my ear, oh, that's one sack, there's two sacks, there's three. He's doing all of those sort of things. I need that, I need that same energy though, two weeks from now. I need that same energy. Because again, I go back to what I said before about you guys. Mm. Okay? Mm. You have not beaten anybody. Yeah. Okay, and I understand Michael. Oh, all, all games in the NFL is tough and, and they won one game, man. That's all I kept telling Michael. They won one game. I get it. A win is a win is a win. Mm. But in the end, I give you guys a six, you know, because you won, you got, you took care of business, you you're the fourth quarter, things turned. the score should, the score did, put it this way, the score does not indicate how tough that game was for y'all. It does not. I understand the score is lopsided because of what you did in the fourth quarter. But mm. three quarters, mm. they, had y'all, they had y'all on the sideline thinking, okay? And, and, and I almost called him, called him uh, Des Bryant, but C.D. Lamb, mm. they, they neutralized him early in the game. And then you finally got him on the corner route for the touchdown. Then he had a couple other catches, but he wasn't right. the same game plan that we've seen over the last several weeks with C.D. Lamb. Mm. So now you're getting ready to go up. There is no Adam Thielen's. And then no chenotes that you're going to be playing against. When you get in that five-game stretch that you're getting ready to hit, mm. you're going to see some real players.
0: Washington, after Washington, after,
3: Washington after Washington. Well, Washington's offense and Sam Howard. Company Sam is good. Uh, excuse me? You're right. They, you they
0: lost to
2: the Giants. They lost to the Giants? I thought you right, said right, the Giants right. were garbage. Oh well, so, but, now you, but, so now you so now the, the Giants love. won a damn oh, wow. game yeah, against a team.
3: And now the Giants won a game against a team uh, that a coach uh, uh, uh. gonna be gone in about a month and a half. Really? You getting ready to gloat over two wins against them? Yeah, stop, they look Skip. Pretty good. Oh stop, Skip. Huh? Come on, man. You know damn got well the, You know damn well the Giants aren't good and you know Washington not good either. Really? They're good on offense. But <laughs> as a team, mm. you know they are not good, Skip. Well, Sam, so now you wanna So now you want to jump all over. The Washington team and make it seem like the Giants is good because y'all beat them 89 and 17 or something like that. We did. Concentrate on Philadelphia, man. Mm, we are. No, you gotta. You concentrate on, on Philadelphia. Kids. Let's yeah, we start got two team. Games we get,
2: before that. Right. Both at home.
3: Okay. Right. Right no, right. no, that's right. I'm sorry. Concentrate on Seattle mm-hmm. before you get be to up. Philadelphia. Yeah. And get. if you think that the chicken legs is cooked already or the turkey legs is cooked on Thanksgiving, be my guest. Mm. <laughs>
0: Be my guest. Because I don't B think his so. Guest, please. <laughs> All right. Listen, my 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 number that I give, and, and I give this, I, I'll give them a seven in this victory seven that stands for completion because they are working on completing their team. You see, you, you kept talking about, well, C D Lamb didn't do what he did, didn't do what he has been doing. You're right. And and, and we need to find other aspects to win football games late in the season. In in the playoffs, and that run, you just kept, we just kept showing the kind of run, that run for that touchdown. Tony Pollard. That, t- yeah. Stop playing. Yeah. And Tony Pollard hadn't had tough. a rushing touchdown in quite a while. Time. That was a big time, yeah. big time run. Yeah. This looks like, okay, no, no well. we, we, the Tony Pollard we're, we, we, we use, we're used to gets outside, and runs and he uses his speed. This looks like a little amalgamation of a Pollard and Elliot. He it's like I'm putting my head down, yeah. and I'm going forward. I learned this by watching Zeke all those years, and it's time now for me to pick it up. And I like that. That means Tony understands now that he, hey, especially when you're starting a game, you have to set a tone. And that was a great hard run that got him to touch on. I don't know why, folks. But a touchdown means so much to players in this league. Now, remember we talked about this. I got this purple on. Remember, I told you Odell, when he first got his touchdown, he's taking off now because that confidence got going again. You know, Odell's having big games now. And this will happen also for Tony Pollard. And let me do this, too. Let me do this, too. Deron Bland. Whew. We talked Deron Bland. We're talking about this young dude who's been in the league now for two years. Before him, this man had his another, 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 another pick six. I've said that four times, right? Four because that's his fourth pick six four of the season. And that's insane and incredible. Before we talked about this dude, we were talking about another young dude in Trayvon Diggs. Doing the same thing. Setting and breaking NFL records. When I see these things Ron Bland, Trayvon Diggs, and I say, okay, give me a common denominator. One uh-huh. common denominator, and that's Al Harris. Uh-huh. The defensive back coach uh-huh. for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh-huh. I don't know what giving him credit means, but whatever it is, he has earned it. Because these guys only been coached by one guy. You can't say, well, they learned that there, they learned this here. They learned it under him. And what an incredible job he has done. When we lost Al Harris, you and our post still We used each other's shoulder, and we dropped a tear, and we We cried on each other's shoulder. We did. But Deron Bland has wiped them tears off my face, and he is playing great football. He turned them tears into tears of joy. I got to give him credit. And that's what you look at if you're the Dallas Cowboys. Don't buy any of that. You can look at at number seven which means completion, that. and you're trying to complete your football team, that run game is important. Deron Bland, pick sixes, all of that, that's important. Mm. Don't listen to this. Don't listen to this. Don't the listen to talking. what? Mm. Just say my name. Don't, you? Don't I just know said him. don't listen to this stuff that Key is okay. talking. All right. He ain't got right. no key no. to
2: no locks
0: with that yeah. noise. Okay. Thank you. All
2: right, all right my turn. I am going all the way up on the scale of one to 10 in impressive yesterday to an eight for my Dallas Cowboys. You know why? Because I'm going to be dead honest about this. I'm going to speak my heart. Too many times in the even recent past, my team has blown games like this. Too many times right. we've gone to Arizona and stunk it up. And remember, that was off the loss on Thursday of Trevon Diggs to an ACL. And my team said, oh, whoa, are we We're crying. Tears were crying on each other's shoulder. And then they were crying after the game because they lost to the Arizona Bleepin' Cardinals. And then they go to San Francisco and they get destroyed and up from those ashes. This team has risen. And by the way, I just make a quick point. I got a knock on wood as I say this. We have gotten healthier and healthier to the point. We came out of that game yesterday going to a short week Thanksgiving game. We're about as healthy as you could you could hope to be at this point in the year. So I'll take that to my bank. And then what I'll really take to the bank was yesterday. To your point, Keyshawn. Yeah, the quarterback you don't love, the little man from Alabama, he goes boom, 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 down the field, mostly thrown to Adam. He's got to throw to Adam Thielen that I Minnesota said. didn't even want, really. And I'm saying, somebody cover him. Can we put three people on him? Because it's all he, uh, all poor little Bryce has got up against the pass rush he's up against. And they go down, and what was it? It was 70 yards and 17 plays, and they scored a touchdown at 17 to 10. And what did we do? No, no. Dak said, here we go and we hang on them a 75-yard uh, and eight-play drive right. climaxing in that run that you just saw. Let's see it again one more time, just right. for fun. Tony Pollard. It, it was a blast just for fun. pass. Yeah. It was, just, it was right. Tony Pollard saying, it, you know what, be I'm getting nice.
3: healthy. It would be nice if the safety act like he really want to oh, tackle. I'm no, just no, saying. No, come on, man. That My was, yard in Philadelphia ain't going to do that. I'm just saying.
0: This is heat coming. The safety would be right nice here, if he Bam. wanted to tackle him. <laughs> Oh, um, that, was, boom. Dude, that was a. He didn't even slow down oh. before he even got there, though. safe to seize the heat. Oh, oh man. Okay, boy, you, boy, you bring the heat.
2: that's the heat. You bring the heat back.
0: You, you, you My yard in you Philadelphia, heat. you're not going to do that.
2: Right. And <laughs> then guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Guess what the next play was after that? The very next play. Could we see what Dron Bland did on the next play? It's yeah. the next play. And Bryce – Small safety, <laughs> man. Okay, this, 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 Attitude. This, this isn't that bad That's a throw. great play by Bland, hey, hey, but it'd be nice play. if the
0: receiver decided to chase. Help. It'd Help. be nice. Yep. But it would have okay. been nice if he had lost ground oh. as a receiver. You yeah, see? he floated let me, up. Let, let's teach a little bit. That receiver – let's teach a little bit. That receiver is floating up the field. Yes. That's the last thing you can do because as Stay you float up the, the field – Stay at the 30, not the 33. You see that angle he gives to Ron Bland? Yeah. He has to. I if can't, he's on the thirty-three. He should end this route on the thirty. Yes. What I mean by losing yes. ground. And DeRon Bland another. And that's second. a great. That's Blank. a great play by Bland. But Harris teaches And everything. Get understand. up and go. But
3: hey, won't you try to chase the dude at least, man? Got I mean, like, come he's on. Chasing him. For so, crying out loud! Like, man, the dude, look, eat, stop, look,
2: look at that. Right. Uh, so
0: come that's come a on. great play, man.
2: I, I said on. it was. That's it's a, a play. great play. DeRon Bland played receiver in high school, and he was pretty good. Got good hands. His skills. Yeah, got good hands. Okay, so would would you believe that Duron Bland has started only sixteen NFL games? He he only started what last year eight. So he, he was the back half of the year last year, and he is running away since he entered the league with the NFL interception lead lead. And and to Michael's point, you've already got four Pick sixes in one year. They still have seven games to go. And again, some of this has some luck because you have to be in the very rightest place at the rightest time. But it it is shocking to me because I thought our Super Bowl chances were shot when – Travon Diggs right. went down. I think everybody thought, okay. Well, so you still feel like you got all these Super Bowl shots huh, in chances? I, I think we got a great Super Bowl shot because Jeron Bland is right there with Travon again. Right, right. I can't say right. he's better than Trevon. Trevon's right. a Pro Bowl corner. He's, he may be an right. All-Pro, but this kid's on his way to making first-team All-Pro. Right, right. For years that, to you come, know, they will man the corners. You know, know that team done. that you, Woo, when you when Gilmore. When
0: Gilmore decides to do it, all be right. the corners together. They,
3: they got some good secondary players. Uh, players. Against Carolina no right, right, Against right. the Carolina Panthers receivers. But again, that team that we're going to talk about later on, the one that put 42 on y'all, mm-hmm. they look pretty good and impressive to me. Yeah. Okay, I
2: mean, I'm just saying you, you that in another team plays tonight wait, wait, you that you got to go through. The one that Baker that, Mayfield went up and down the field. Whatever, I, whatever you want to call
3: up and down the field,
2: we going to get there. Now.
3: We going to get two there. Get there. I'm just saying when I look at the opponents that you've done so, this miraculous so you, thing you know again. why
2: I give my team an eight on the impressive scale? Because Dak Prescott yesterday once again had zero. That's what I'm saying. Zero turnovers. That's, all, good. That that's good. all that matters. That's good. And he you, did that's what good. he
0: needed to and, do to win the game. I mean, and he didn't believe- fall into trying to satisfy and make everybody has this moment of satiety by throwing the ball all over the field. This is what we need to do, and they did it.
2: Thank Y'all you. They did it. Would you believe that Dak Prescott had the NFL's second-best QBR yesterday to Trevor Long? I can believe that. No, I can believe that. So Dak was pretty efficient yesterday, right? Yes. And just when I least expected it, because it had been all offense for the last three or four games, all of a sudden, my defense, especially my pass rush, rose and shone. Mm. And 11 from heaven looked heavenly yesterday, because the previous game against the Giants, he had zero stats across Mm. the board, all zeros, and we talked about it here on the show. How can Micah Parsons have Z register right. nothing? Yes. And yesterday, right he, away, if we could see Micah's he played three well sacks, yesterday. he had two and a half, three. Let, let's just see what it looked like. I thought it was this three, was the two. the first one. Yeah, I thought it was three, oh, two. Boom. boom. Okay. But boom. he'll take the
3: two and a half. They could argue yeah, for the 30, other yeah. half yeah. later. Right. I mean, he played. He look. He played a look nice out, stunt. Look That's out a nice stunt game. Great closing by him. His acceleration.
0: Yeah, now Yeah, that right there. He went through three people together. Yeah. Look,
3: the dude. Played Woo. like a $70 million he player that he's going to get in the offseason. Like the highest paid. There's no question about it. And Skip.
2: On- on display was the best pass rush in pro football because they come from. But don't give food
3: against every, a bum every, offensive every line, year.
2: Skip. Okay, come on now. They, they flexed their firepower. They flexed their firepower. With everybody a flexes their firepower against Carolina's Ooh. offensive Ooh.
3: line.
0: Ooh. Come on, Skip. And, and, and everybody plays their best game against the Dallas Cowboys because they, they know every eye gate is upon them in that. Oh, game. so everybody
3: plays their so, best game against yeah, the Cowboys? They, they, they yes, they do. They, you so the Philadelphia Eagles and the 49ers wait to play the Cowboys, even though their record indicates something different.
2: Yeah. And, Ugh. Keyshawn, even though CeeDee Lamb had his first quiet wait, 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 game wait. about not five even going that. That. I'm, I'm not
0: even going with that. Yes, Yes, right. they do. Yes, yes they, they do, do what? Wait, wait, yes, they do. That's why they had the T-shirt on, F Dallas, even though they had the upper hand. Because even though they have the upper hand, San Francisco's respect. tired of hearing It's called a lack of respect. yes, they do. It's called a lack of respect, Michael. Okay, you mm. could call
3: they it. They wouldn't have never wore a shirt like that when y'all played. Because mm. they, they did. They did. We just whooped their tailwind. <laughs> because that the they,
0: that's where it came out.
3: Because started. at the time, y'all was oh, yeah, the bullies of the sure. NFL. Right, really, really. It, it, The bullies of the NFL? Yeah, well, we're starting to look
2: like we're that that's again. That's all. Yeah. That's oh, you really believe
3: that? Yes.
2: You on really, defense, in your heart of heart, really we, believe we, that. We bully people on defense. You, you cannot block our pass rush. I'm Skip, sorry. man, you crazy, man. Okay, and speaking of lack of respect, the current number 88 has gotten a good deal of it. He didn't yeah. have big numbers yesterday, right. but I want to show you one he play good, that, that, that took good. my breath away. If I could see a seven-yard run featuring CeeDee Lamb. I love this. I love this play because it see, said, right. guess who? What I say? They just put him in the backfield and said, watch this. That's a little bit of Debo going on. Just right. a little good. bit of right. Debo. Right. I'm good. not saying right. he's Debo, but I like that. Yeah, because, it's good. Because
0: right, because it, it says we're not letting you take him totally out of the game.
2: Yeah, and... You know, when I, I wasn't even sure he was lined up there, so it took me a second to process wait, who's wrong with the football? Because that looked good to me. Yeah. That, that looked beastly. Yeah. That's, that that that's looked fine. like somebody who ha- had was running with some authority. That's Carolina, and, man. Yeah. Okay. Carolina, man. It's the Giants, man. It's Washington.
3: It is. Man, Skip, just, is, it, is it a lie? That's all I'm saying. Yeah.
2: What's is your it eye a test lie? You? I know you're starting to. You're heading to sweat. in the right direction. You're, spo- you're, you're starting to psychologically sweat because you see what's coming. You you see what's on the horizon? Yeah, I do. Okay. Seattle and Philadelphia yeah. is on the horizon. All we in have done, That's
0: I I can't wait to get in these games where you got to dig deeper in your discussions we, and arguments. Hey, look, look, 12 straight, 12, straight home, 12, we straight. Straight twelve straight at home.
2: Twelve straight at home, and now we got three straight at home. Twelve straight, and we got three straight. What if we win all three of them? Well, no, Uh-oh. you got two straight at home, right? Oh, yeah. Then you go huh? to Philly. No, that's right, no, we Philly. Got yeah. three. We got three. Yeah, well, Washington. We got Seattle. We got Philly. If you're
3: hoping. For that to happen, Mm -hmm. then I wouldn't be, I wouldn't do that if I was you, because I don't think Seattle's gonna walk in here or walk in there and allow y'all just to do what they, you know, you want to. And certainly Philadelphia's not. Now, you're a better football team right now than you were. Yeah, at the beginning of the season. Okay, but when you better tell team? me
2: after we beat the Rams, you said it's just the Rams. What the Rams just do yesterday. And just the Rams. What did they do? Oh, man, stop. They, they played division. They, they stopped.
3: Seattle. Stop. Stop. They played oh, division. Stop? They they, they played a divisional team, and it was all screwed up. The quarterback got hurt, and they was messing around with Drew Lock, and then Geno had to come in and try to engineer drive in the end. Mm. Come on, now you don't think the coaches is going to break that down and say, "Hey, when Geno's in, it's a different team. When Geno's out." It's a different team. Y'all smart enough to know that, Skip. Mm.
0: Keyshawn. Yeah, he took a pretty tough fall last and I hope Geno's yeah. okay by the time they yeah. see He, he,
3: he gutted it done. out and came, came back in yeah. and Keyshawn. almost yeah, won did. the game for him.
2: Here come the Cowboys, and you're going to have a long rest of the season, I'm sorry <laughs> to say. All right, let's turn our attention to tonight's game, big Super Bowl rematch. I can't wait. This can Everybody big. seems to be picking the Eagles, except me. That's next. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more.
1: Right now, you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real Steel.
2: Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Back down. Back Huge Super Bowl rematch tonight in Taylor Swift's house in <laughs> Kansas City. Eagles at Chiefs. Hey, if you're going strictly on winning, Jalen Hurts has eclipsed Patrick Mahomes as the NFL's best quarterback because Jalen Hurts is 25-2 and in his last 27 regular season games. That is phenomenal. So is this the night Jalen proves on the field he's better than Mahomes? Let's start with you, Keyshawn, who wins this game.
3: You know, I think Philadelphia wins the game. But look, tonight's not going to define anything for either one of these quarterbacks as far as Who's better than who? Jalen Hurts, got a, he has a long ways to go to catch up to Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes has been in this league and has done some tremendous things. When you talk about the record in Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts is out of the last regular season, 27 games, he's 25-2. and two. Patrick Mahomes is 22-5. and five. Okay, that, that, a, a couple losses more. Even, even from a statistical standpoint, if he goes out there and he wins a game and he throws for 350 and Mahomes throws for 250 and he has – Two, uh, Mahomes has two interceptions and two touchdowns, and he has three
2: touchdowns and zero interceptions. Proves nothing. Okay. Proves nothing at all. But it will prove something if Philly wins this game.
3: Well, it just yeah. will show that Philadelphia is able to beat this team in a regular season. Okay. That's, that's what it will show. It will okay. show that Philadelphia is still at the top of the
2: conference in the NFC. And why that's- do you think they will win this game?
3: Well, I think they're going to win it because I think number 1, they got a they got they they got a quarterback that can do multiple things. They got a plethora of wide receivers that they utilize, okay? You talk about the the defense. Yeah, the defense is solid and sound for Kansas City, no question about it. But they yet to have they yet to go up against a team that has a tree like AJ Brown on one end and a speedster like Devontae Smith on another. Then they can run the football. They got an RPO game with the quarterback it makes life very, very difficult for Spags, especially all the man-to-man and blitzing that he wants to do and leave those guys in the back end without help against this, this receiving crew. It can get in the way real fast, quick in a hurry for them to be able to win this football game. So you say, well, why would I pick Philadelphia? Well, there you go. There you go. And flip to the defensive side of the ball. I'll leave some meat on the bone for you, Michael, but if you flip to the defensive side of the ball for Philadelphia and look at the offensive side, Kelsey's the main guy. The rest of the receivers that they got, that they got to deploy and get the football to, they got to find a guy. Mm. And they've yet to really find that guy this year. You know, they've tried in different spurts with young receiver Rice, kid out of SMU. Oh, and they're still trying to figure out what is Sky Moore. So when you start to look at this, Miko Hartman, they had to bring him back to get some help. When you start to look at this, that offense is a bad matchup against Philadelphia's
0: defense. Mm. Yeah, and, and, and I look at it now when we start talking about measuring quarterbacks, measuring quarterbacks. If we pulled these things out separately and said quarterback, quarterback, no system you're in, just quarterback, People, let's stop joking. Mm. Let's stop playing around. Patrick Mahomes is, you know, clearly the better quarterback here. But but when you start putting it in to the situation it's in, where it's his offense against Patrick Mahomes' offense. Now now now, if Jalen Hurts is winning, it's not going to be. He's going to throw for 400 yards. He may throw for. 290 yards, 300 yards, but rushed for another 75 physical strong yards without ever missing on those third and fourths and one with all of this push stuff. You know what I mean? He, he, so, so he's beating down your defense at the same time he's putting points on because it's a physical game and he's part of that physical run game. You know, So he beats your defense down as he's putting on points. And I believe that's exactly what they're going to try to do to – the Kansas City Chiefs. We have been, as we're talking about measuring these two, we have been giving Jalen Hurts talent. Hey, let me give you Devontae Smith. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, let me give you AJ Brown. Mm-hmm. Hey, and let me go get you another talent. Let me give mm-hmm. you. While well, we've been taking away talent from Patrick Mahomes, hey, give me this guy. Hey, hey, give me this guy. You go win with him. You go win with this jag. Just another. Guy. You go win with this jag. And, and he continues. To do that at the quarterback position, there is no other. And I'm telling you, you're in for a treat tonight Mm -hmm. because it's going to take everything in his wizardry to to keep this team involved. See, Philadelphia has to come and show up and they're going to try to show who they are right now coming out of this thing. And they're going to be physical. A lot of 9, 10, 11 play drives with Patrick Mahomes and those guys are sitting on the sideline. And then they're going to tighten real down on Travis Kelsey and say, beat me with these other guys. Beat me with these other guys. Now, here's going to be the kicker. They're going to protect that pass rush this time. Last time, they, had, they led the league in, in getting to the quarterback. And didn't touch him at the Super Bowl. Got no sacks at the Super Bowl. They'll come in now and say, we didn't touch him at the Super Bowl. Now let's rush in a cohesive way, cohesive way to make sure we keep him in the box since he doesn't have the receivers to beat us on the first route. I'm telling you, this is going to be a great game and to watch. You are picking? I'm taking the Philadelphia Eagles to win this game. And I'm talking about winning this game good. Good. But
2: They're going to win this game. Sir, decisively. Decisively good. All right, Richard Sherman, what say you? Yeah, I got the I got
1: the Philadelphia Eagles winning this game, and I don't think it changes the narrative about anything. Um, it's a regular season game, a uh, game that does not have any bearing on the Super Bowl. You can win this game and lose the Super Bowl. You can lose this game and win the Super Bowl. So um, does it make a difference between, you know, in the Patrick Mahomes versus Jalen Hurts conversation? It does not. It does not at all because – at the end of the day Jalen Hurts can't win two Super Bowls right now he can't win two Super Bowl MVPs he can't win two MVPs in this game he can't statistically uh, surpass him in this game so you can you can he can throw for 5 500 600 700 yards in this game if he wanted and that would not change the narrative in any way because it's a regular season game now if he beat Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl last year Sure, there, there, there would be much more of a conversation and an argument if he won the Super Bowl and was Super Bowl MVP of the Super Bowl that he played against Patrick Mahomes. Sure, there would be a conversation um, to be had about who's better between them if he outplayed him in the Super Bowl, but he did not. Uh, he was beaten in that Super Bowl, so a regular season game between them is going to make a difference uh, in anybody's mind. I wouldn't assume whether who's better is Jalen Hurts or Patrick Mahomes better.
0: One thing I push back on this, and and when you say that, is the only reason I push back on this is it was spoken out of their great leader's mouth. We have never Mm -hmm. beaten Andy Reid. He said, I have never beaten Andy Reid, Mm -hmm. which really means we have never beaten Andy Reid. Mm -hmm. He said, I, I'm imagining Jason Jason Kelsey. He said, I have never beaten Andy Reid, which means in the Chiefs. And, and I'd imagine that's what they're saying in the locker room. So, so when you say it doesn't matter, I think that it does matter because they feel they may see them again in the Super Bowl. They need to prove to themselves, right now, we can win this game. We never beat them. We never beat them. And we had them in the Super Bowl, and they got away. This game means way more than that to the Philadelphia Eagles, and that's why I'm saying this is going to be a good a, a good beating. Okay,
2: Richard, before I go, give me a quick thought on why Philly wins. They have the better team. Just the better team. Period. End of story. All right, my turn. End of story. I'm going to remind everybody, the moment Jalen Hurts was drafted in the second round, I immediately tweeted that Philly stole him in the second round, that he would change life in Philadelphia, and he would soon be better than Carson Wentz, who was riding still fairly high at that point. All of that happened to the point that all of a sudden I'm watching Jalen Hurts in the Super Bowl last year driving toward a 21 to seven lead, potentially. That would have been a game. 21 to 7. And if we could see the play, mm. this happened. Mm. Jalen just lost the handle. I don't oh. know what happened. He just lost the handle. He just I'm sort of, you. I lost the handle. I don't know. Nobody knocked the ball out of his hand. Bolton picked it up and bolted. And he scored. It's a scoop and score. Right. It, it is what I call a tumultuous turnover. It just flips the script. All of a sudden, the whole field felt like it had been flipped sideways because it's 14-14. to 14. From 21-7, to seven, wait, it's 14-all? If Jalen holds on to right. that football, he just, I don't know, he was just thinking, he, I got to do this, I got to do that. He just lost the grip on it. Nobody knocked it out of his hands. And I felt like right. skill, they were the Chiefs? were ready to relent. They were running right down their throats. They were running down their throats. And then it became a shootout. And one thing after another was a big Kansas City punt return. And Kansas City survived that game while Mahomes was thrown for a grand total of 182 yards. Not a typical vintage Patrick game. 182, and the final score was 38 to 35 Chiefs. It was a great game to watch. But you take away that scoop and score, we might be having a different conversation. All right, now to tonight, I'll be the first to declare you can condemn me. You can write me off. I'm picking with my heart over my head because I need Dallas to catch Philadelphia. I'm a little surprised, Michael, unless he's just trying to jinx Philadelphia. I think he's just speaking with his heart. He just thinks Philly is better than Kansas City. I don't, and I I still think I'm speaking just with my head. Kansas City's defense is legit. It is easily the best defense Patrick has had in his tenure under Andy Reid. Would you believe that Kansas City, as we speak, is second in points allowed in the national football? Second. They're, they're playing at a high level that nobody seems to notice, while the Eagles' defense is not playing at the highest level. I'm going to say it again. I just watched recently my Cowboys go up and down the field in the fourth quarter at Philadelphia. 14 first downs we made to none for them in the fourth quarter. We did everything but get it in the end zone a second time because it was only six to nothing. Dak missed the two-point try. We can go on and on about almost, almost, almost. But my point is we had 166 yards in just the fourth quarter because, as I keep telling you, the Eagles defense is torchable. Patrick Mahomes will have his way going up and down the field on this defense. And when Travis Kelsey is on fire at home, especially if Taylor Swift is up in that box, and I don't know if she's going to be or not, but it is a big game and a huge international stage. And I, I, just me, I, I would think she would be there on this stage for this game. And if she is, he seems to light up and play even better for her. And if he does... I don't care. You can put three people on him. You, you can't guard him, especially at Arrowhead. So I, I think he will get his. I think all those other receivers will get theirs. I think Patrick is poised to have a big game because he's going to be hearing all week about how Jalen Hurts is starting to take over as the best quarterback in the league. No, he's not. I'm with Michael on this. Patrick is still better than a quarterback I love in Jalen Hurts, and I think he will show you that tonight. And I got this a fairly decisive Kansas City home win. I got it 31 to 20 Chiefs at home.
3: Yeah, I don't think I don't they think it's gonna had, be that.
2: Yeah, I don't think ha- that's the case, 31 mm. to 20. No, nope, I got it. Yeah. I called it. I'm standing by it. Yeah,
1: okay? I mean, I mean, they haven't they haven't had a decisive win. This defense that you're so high on gave up twenty-four to the twenty-four points to the Denver Broncos team. That you just mentioned a few segments ago, I I, I just don't see what you see, Richard. Um, it's not what I'm seeing. It's regard. what the
2: stats are saying. They're second in points allowed I, I in the you. whole league. I I
1: I, I, I hear you, Whew. but then I also watched them lose to Denver Broncos. Okay, so, Um right. I, I I I hear you, but again, this converse, this this won't change anything about the narrative
2: between Patrick okay, Mahomes well, that's fine. and Jalen Hurts. Right, regardless. That's fine. Okay.
3: Yeah, that's I don't fine. think I don't think there's a narrative to be set. Patrick Mahomes. If anybody that thinks that Jalen Hurts is catching Patrick Mahomes right now at the quarterback position, they're they're not watching football. They're just looking at the record or something. They're well, not I
0: mean but but twenty five and two. That's the most important, is, the most important I mean, thing of it all. That's what that? Jalen
2: does best. Well, There's what's the record? The, the record. The I, record. I, I now understand. how
0: we get that we could discuss the importance of each I, person. I, I understand but but that. but that's the most important thing. I, it
3: is But if you really And if
0: Jalen Jalen did fumble that ball, he would have won that Super Bowl and Super Bowl MVP. No, yeah, but, no y'all, he, y'all, but he y'all, did, y'all can't, y'all can't, sit y- here, whatever. No, what but he did, if. If. but but what 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 I'm he saying did. he did. But what I'm giving you is let's not say this is an impossibility. Let's not say. That there's no way he's not he catching ever him right Let me finish. Let me finish. Let's not say there's no way Jalen Hurts is going to beat Patrick Mahomes, even in a Super Bowl, because. Oh, that I, don't was know right that, there. I don't know that that's, that's, that's the case. That's all I'm saying. That's the, the question I, I'm is. I'm going so, to take no, Patrick Mahomes. The question as is. The quarterback.
3: The quarterback, who's better? Is he catching right. him? He's not catching him. He's got, like Richard said. You can't catch he, him in a regular he season can't game. can't catch him in a regular season game. He's too far out in front. Okay, over time, yeah, maybe so. Joe Burrow gets back healthy over time. If things change in Buffalo, Josh Allen, over
2: time, but as it stands tonight. Okay, but if Jalen has a big game tonight and clearly outplays Patrick at Patrick, either. will that make him the MVP favorite? No. No. The dude no, doesn't does matter. The MVP Jaylen?
3: favorite for me is in Baltimore.
2: Okay. That's
3: well, that's who it is what, right what, now. This what is a does big it stage, matter? Man.
1: Patrick Mahomes has two MVPs. So it's not about MVP favorite or anything like that. So you're talking about catching him and surpassing him. He had an opportunity in the Super Bowl. Like you said, he fumbled that away, literally and yeah. figuratively. You're saying, what if he didn't? What if he didn't? He did.
0: There was a stat. It was something like uh, he's thrown over 10 different receivers in nine different games. So, so, so we keep saying, oh, he'll rhythm up with somebody, he'll find somebody. We're headed into, well, we're going to close off week 11, and he still hadn't found anyone to say, hey, this is my number two and my number three. So so saying he's going to find somebody, I, I'm moving past that. I am just think he is an incredible quarterback, and he'll keep having to lift guys up. But I can't, hey, I, I, I'm i still saying he's the best. He's the best. All right. Of course.
2: Up next, we talk 49ers. Ooh. You know, this is just me, but I can't wait for the Cowboys to see the 49ers again. That's just me. That's next. I
0: don't mind if they, don't, if they keep yes, that you. ball away from Debo like they're doing. No mercy, no mercy,
3: no mercy, come on.
0: With
1: threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.
2: Okay, we have spoken enough so far in this show. It is now your turn. Hashtag Undisputed. Live first tweet. Here we go. Jay Sr. says... In the words of DJ Khaled, another one. Let's go, Cowboys. And Keyshawn, Will Smith has a few words for you. Keep my team's name out of yours. I don't think that's what he said. I don't think that's what he said. All right, second tweet is from Mike Wayne, who says, Skip and Michael, after every Cowboys dub, we're winning the Super Bowl. Well, maybe we'll get to the Super Bowl before we win it. No, you won't. You won't. Yeah. Yeah. And finally, this is Tony D who says Dallas against sub 500 teams. Okay, so far, you got me. So far.
3: Bullies, huh? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah.
2: That's it. This team you get ready to talk about punch back. Yeah. Wait until we bully the Eagles when they come to our place, all right? Well, they, they already bullied you, too, Skip. Yeah, well, they didn't really they beat bully you too. us. They beat us, but they didn't bully us. But the 49ers did bully us, 42-10 to 10 at San Francisco. And by the way, the 49ers did beat Baker Mayfield and the Bucks, 27-14 to 14 yesterday. Richard, you played in San Francisco with many of these 49ers, scale of 1-10. to 10. How impressive was this home win by those 49ers?
1: Uh, I don't know, six and a half, six. a 6, I mean... I'm sure there's plenty of things Kyle Shanahan has to critique. Brock Purdy isn't one of them because he had a perfect passer rating. Yeah. The first 49ers quarterback uh, to do it since 1989 when uh, Steve Young did it versus New England in a 20-37 to 37 win. Where he, had, where he was 11 of 12 for 188 and three touchdowns. Joe Montana did it that season, but it hasn't been done by a San Francisco quarterback since. And in these past two games, Skip, mm. he's had a passer rating over 157. Like, I don't know about you, Skip, but it's the first time in the history of the game that that's been done by any quarterback. So, I, again, people like to... to underrate this kid and say, oh, it's system, it's this. This system." There's been a lot of systems in place for a long time, and it's this game has been around for a very long time, and no quarterback in the history of this game has done that. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think he deserves a ton of credit. I think there's some things they can still clean up on defense. The pass rush was getting there late in the game, but there were times where it got kind of stagnant. So it gives it's good motivation. It's a good motivating game. It's a good game that shows their offense, what their offense is capable of. Um, they lost a great player in Talanoa Hufanga to a they knee did. injury, yep. uh, potentially season-ending. Yes, and that's going to be tough to overcome. But is. Uh, overall, I think it's you know it's a good win. But but they always feel like they can play better.
3: Mm. Yeah, of course, right? I mean, it's a, it is a good win, and if it's a scale of a one to ten, you got to give them a ten. And the reason you give them a ten is because the quarterback played perfect. I mean, he played perfect, exactly the way Kyle Shanahan. Drew it up, dialed it up, and he delivered. You bring back Debo Samuel again, get him an opportunity to make plays, see him out on the football field, just being Debo. IU contributed. The defense, for the most part, yeah, they, they were okay, but they never were. This game was never in question. Unlike the Dallas Cowboy game in Carolina in the fourth quarter, they were only up by a touchdown where this is a little bit different. They were in control from the beginning of the game to the end. They, it never was one of them situations where it was like you felt like the 49ers are going to lose to Baker Mayfield and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It just never felt that way at all to me. And then when you think about Chase Young, since he's put on that 49er uniform, Skip, mm. all he's doing is getting to the quarterback. Mm. He had another sack yesterday. Okay. He, he He just seems to find his rhythm with a different team. So – I'm happy with the win. Uh, I think now you start to look at them much like you look at the Dallas Cowboys and where their schedule is headed. Okay, they get a the chance to now play divisional opponents in Seattle. So now you got to see, okay, what is – what? are the 49ers going to be legit in these situations? Yep. Are they going to continue bouncing back from Jacksonville after three-game losing streak mm. to now all of a sudden putting two back-to-back wins together? Mm. So – I'm with you, Richard. You know, it's a win. You're happy about it. Then you're going to be able to correct some things on film and become even better.
2: Okay. I'm going to echo Richard on two points. The still young quarterback played extraordinary football. Again, passer rating is very different than QBR because QBR takes in so many other facets of the quarterback play except just throwing the football. He had an 80 QBR which was three points fewer than Dak had at Carolina, and Trevor Lawrence ran away. I think he had a 93 yesterday in their big bounce-back win. But still, 80 is very good. The passer rating is extraordinary. The two-game passer rating is off the charts. I thought he was outstanding, and yet undercut by that loss, as Richard points out, of Ufanga. I just hate to see anybody go down. And They said he looked like he tore his ACL, so he could be gone for the year. All right, this is what I saw, and this is why, given the second half that Baker Mayfield had, I'll give him a six on the impressive scale, but no higher than a six, because Baker threw for 166 in the second half. And to Richard's point, again, the pass rush got home late, but it didn't get home consistently through the second half, because Baker had four big third down conversions and one big fourth down conversion. And Keyshawn said... Never felt like San Francisco was in any trouble at all. But with 3.46 left in the game, still a lot of time. Second and goal from the nine-yard line, if we could see what happened, there was a throw that Baker made to Kate Otten, who was a favorite target of Tom Brady last year, and hit him right in the hands. And I don't know. He sort of double-caught it, and then the ball got knocked out. Obviously, you got to make that catch. And if you do – and they kick the point, it's 27 to 21. And all the momentum would have belonged to the visiting team. So I, you can't say that the 49ers wouldn't have been threatened at that point with 3.46 left because the, uh, the, can't, the uh, home offense, San Francisco offense, was starting to sputter a little bit in the fourth quarter. They weren't able to run the ball. Christian McCaffrey, again, did not have a strong run game. What did he wind up with? 21 tries for 78 yards. He got stoned on a crucial fourth down play. So I I wasn't that impressed with the second half. And, Keyshawn, it would have been 27-21. It would have been
3: interesting. 27-21 at the, in three, in, in, with three minutes to go in the game and I, and I get the ball back, mm-hmm. I'm not feeling like I can't go down and put more points on the board, even though – Yes, maybe we sputtered along at times in the third and fourth quarter where the offense wasn't rolling like it was in the first half. But a lot of times, because we're in a certain situation, we pull our foot off the gas pedal and we start doing things a little bit different. OK, then when all of a sudden the gap closes, some, we know how to hit the switch and get back to calling the right stuff. At least I think Kyle Shanahan would know how to get back to calling the right stuff that would make a big difference like it was in the beginning of the game. So I never felt like that Tampa Bay was getting ready to take the game from them at all because they hadn't made any mistakes. Mm. There was no turnovers where you were like, oh, Brock Purdy threw another interception. I don't want him to have a ball in his hand in the third quarter. Yeah. Never felt that way. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I also
1: don't. don't I'm not like Skip. We beat a team that... They're, they're supposed to be. We, we This was supposed to be a win for the uh, San Francisco 49ers. They won the game. It's in, It's impressive because they did what they're supposed to do. Um, and I think that's how the team treats it. This is a team that has been to the NFC Championship three out of the past four years. Uh, and has been to a Super Bowl. So I don't think they're going to over-hype over this game or overcelebrate. It's a game they're supposed to win. They're going to look at it, make adjustments, correct the things that need to be corrected. Like you said, he had 166 passing yards in the second half. That can't happen. They have to make an adjustment. Uh, Jair Brown played solid. That was a good play by him in the end zone against Cade Otten. Yep. Um, he's going to come into his own. He's going to take on a bigger role because he has to. Mm-hmm. And they're going to get things corrected, and they're going to move on and pl- get ready to play Seattle on Thanksgiving.
2: Okay. Now, let me go, as Keyshawn loves me saying, big picture here. I'm just hoping that my Dallas Cowboys get uh, another shot at San Francisco. Obviously, it's going to have to be in the postseason, and I don't care whether it's at their place or our place, because I think we, San Francisco, and as I watched the 49ers yesterday, my eye test said, we can get them now. Who did y'all lose to yeah. first, the Niners or the Eagles? I don't remember. Yeah. Was it the Niners. the Niners? Yeah. And
3: then y'all lost to the Niners. Eagles? Okay. No, yeah. I just, because you said y'all found yourself, I'm mm-hmm. like, well, wait a minute. Since the 42, whatever it was, 10 lost, mm-hmm. then you wind up losing to the Eagles, they, too. So how did you find yourself?
2: But I kept telling you, we did everything
3: but, but how how did you, the game.
2: Well, we found ourselves. Well, I think yeah, that was as yeah, moral a victory as you've ever seen. They only under 500. So, so you're yeah, taking yeah, the moral, moral victories, victories now. now. Mm-hmm. 28-25. Okay.
3: I never, I never yep. thought I'd see a day I that the so. Dallas Cowboys, Michael Irvin's three-time Super Bowl champion, triplets would just be like, oh, it's a moral victory. We're okay. Okay. Dax, well, that's the day in A.J. and, Yeah.
2: Dax stepped on the sideline when he could have waltzed in for a two-point try. Our rookie tight end, who did catch a touchdown pass yesterday, our second-round pick Schoonmaker, comes down with his knee an inch from the goal line on a play that could have been a touchdown. Maybe should have been a I touchdown. I heard a lot of
3: coulda, woulda, shoulda. Yeah. If. Okay. That's a lot of excuses, it sounds like yeah. to me, though, Skip.
1: That's My a team. lot of not
2: reality. My team has found coulda, itself. Woulda, shoulda, My team. If hung in with San Francisco in the playoff game despite two first-half interceptions. Again. Yeah.
1: And, and the only reason you have a chance to play them again is because you'll be a wild-card team facing an NFC South team that probably isn't the greatest because the NFC South has been down for years. So mm. maybe you play the Saints, or maybe, yeah. maybe you play Tampa, Um, You're going to play a down team. That's the only reason you make it out of the wild card. If you don't play a down team and you play somebody like the San Francisco 49ers, then your team won't be divisional and done. They'll be going home at the wild card. Mm. Or you somehow stumble and you fall into the seventh seed and you're playing the Philadelphia Eagles in the first round, then you're going home early. Mm. Um, But right now, let's let's not get out of hand, Skip. You guys do not want to see the San Francisco 49ers. Nobody in Dallas, Austin. Houston or any other team, uh, uh, any other city in Texas, yeah. wants to see the San Francisco 49ers team come to town during the playoffs in January. I what? personally
2: can't wait. Go ahead, Keisha.
3: No, I was going to ask you, Skip, what, yeah. why, why do you feel the need yeah. to want your Dallas Cowboys to play the 49ers? Rather want, than
2: just get into the playoffs, and go
3: somewhere
1: By the way, that you I, haven't been I, I in have a long time. I have another question.
2: How, how can you be a wild card team when you win your division? I I thought if you won your division. You're not
1: winning your division. That's why you've been a wild card team these the past
3: couple years. Do I do I think that you
2: guys are gonna win the division? No.
3: Is it possible? Yes. But I don't think that Philadelphia is gonna fall back enough and y'all gonna win enough. You gotta remember, man, y'all got a tournament that came back after a few turnovers by Jared Goff yesterday Mm -hmm. to win that football game. They didn't fold against Chicago, they showed guts much like the Let's Dallas Cowboys certainly haven't shown us this year. Where
2: is that game, that Detroit game?
3: That Detroit game is at the Doesn't end of matter. the year in Dallas. Okay, thank you.
2: What, um, what, what does that mean? Okay, we've won 12 in a row at home. We're now playing three in a row at home, Washington, Seattle, Philadelphia. we win those three while, wait a second, Philly's going to be in the process of five straight very losable games starting with tonight's and so, game. And so Seattle's City. not losable for y'all? I it, I, guess, I, I asked you know, it, yes right or no? Well, it's losing. We is Philly, Philly losable to y'all? Okay. Can we you lose to Philly? We are going to win. That's not that what I asked game. you to say. Yes, or No, Skip. Well, I mean, anybody don't dance lose around can lose anything. Don't you dance around.
3: In Buffalo. In Buffalo. Going, in Buffalo. In Buffalo. We are going in to In Buffalo, with Buffalo having a heartbeat again and back playing, going to Buffalo, can you lose that game? Can you? You lose any game. Okay, let me redirect this question again.
2: I already said. You
3: said the Philadelphia Eagles had a a kid lose five games in this stretch that they haven't. I'm asking you a similar question. Yes.
2: Can you? I already said we are going to win three straight home games. And I've already said I'll give you one of the road losses. The way those teams are playing, we could win both those games. What, what, you haven't what, 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 you, you we haven't made, beat a team what, over
1: 500 the whole year. Don't expect yeah. to beat them now. That's no, that's insane. Really, really. That's
3: asinine. Yes, Skip, you haven't you beat a just team making, over 500 the whole even, year. So now you want to make stuff up? You won't even answer the question up. straight up. You dancing around it. I'm, I'm going. Just a on the yes record. or a no.
2: I, you're you're asking it's asking a simple, silly question. No, it's a yes can or a no. How is it those games? Yeah, you can lose any game. We lost Arizona. Okay, before you
3: take us a commercial break to get paid, can you? C. How about, a Cowboys. How about a will? Let's do wills. Will, will you, you be? Will you? I'll do that for you. Kay. Will you beat Philly at home? Yes. We're, I'm on, I'm okay, on the road. We're going to win will the will beat Seattle at home.
2: Yes, we will. And you're gonna I got be, a dinner with Richard. And you're going to beat Buffalo. I do not know We'll, we'll lose one of those games. Oh, you're I'll lose give you one, one of those two. Okay. And then we'll beat Detroit at home. We'll beat Washington at Washington. So we we are all, we got one more loss. Wait. Skip will, so we've you'll lose to, credibility when, we? once in reality. Skip done lost
1: credibility a long time ago, man. When's the last time you won a divisional game at home? A, a divisional playoff game at home skip Seattle it's been two decades maybe
2: three no we beat seattle no he said a divisional, divisional game a divisional, divisional playoff game we beat game russell at home. wilson at home divisional playoff yeah. not conference the divisional best playoff play- d- play- the best team we've it's had in years it's been three decades yeah okay Three that's decades, ancient skip. history as you just said ancient is yeah, i do not yeah, care but about, just any of it. about yeah you talked about every divisional game is ancient history
1: because you didn't win them you you can talk about them but you ain't gonna win them so like do you uh, like do you, Chase Young? What are we talking you, about? Well, you Washington like
2: didn't. Washington. No, I'm
3: you now that he's with the 49ers and Bolsa and Ormstead and all this guy. Do you I, like I've Chase Young? I've never loved now? him.
2: I've never so loved him. So you
3: don't like him? Why? Yes
2: or no. no? It's just simple. No, I, I, I don't. Already yes told I told do. you. Okay. I, I gave it to you. I've never loved him. I didn't love him. So, so no. You so no. so no, you don't. No, you I don't love him. You don't love Bryce Young, right? No, I don't like Bryce Young. No, I like him as a person, not as my quarterback. I do not. I like Chase as a person, but you can have him, San Francisco, because Washington said we're not going to pay him. Way to go. Okay. Washington All
1: right. doesn't win anything, Skip. All right. He said that about Trent next, Williams. You guys are gonna have a lot of They didn't like Trent Williams either. Year.
2: All right, up next, Antonio Pierce and the Raiders hang in. Hang tough at Miami. We discuss next. Oh, Skipper. Hey, Skipper. Hey, no 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 Man, Antonio Pierce's Raiders hung in at Miami, finally lost by only seven, 20 to 13. Michael Irvin, you went to Vegas after our Friday show All to right. spend some time with Antonio. Get a feel for what, how impressive was this Raiders loss at Miami? I, I've said a million times
0: here, guys, and you guys have heard me say it. I, I measure men in distance travel. Don't tell me about where you are. Tell me about where you're starting. I shall measure where you are accordingly. When you start talking about measuring this team distance travel, remember just a couple of weeks ago, this was disaster. It was disaster as you sat there and watched Devontae Adams crying on the sideline and everything. It was just, it was horrible. Now, they win two games. I went to spend some time with Antonio Pierce in the Raiders, and I'm gonna tell you something, man. They made me feel like one of the guys, you know, when I first got there, Devontae ran up to me, grabbed me, you know, they brought me in. Took me, I hung out with him in the locker room, took me upstairs and let me address the whole football team. Oh. Then afterwards, I went in and sat with Antonio Pierce in his office. He's still in his same coaching office, the assistant office. I said, hey, big fella. Why, why we're not in the big room right now? He said, I told him I'm not moving twice. If you move <laughs> me over there, I'm going to stay over there. I'm not moving, moving back. Up, so I'm going to just stay until it's permanent. And I was like, that's such a grind mentality. You know what I mean? And he said to me, and I hope I'm not out of turn. He said, man, I said, what do you tell your team? I'm What is 14, 14-point 14 favorites key? Yeah. Something like that. Well, yep. I took I would have spread to my team before. Mm. But I have to this time yeah. because... In this change that we're going through, in this change, I have to say to them, and he said to them, this is what people think of you. Now you go show them what you think of you. And I think they did. They showed you what they think of themselves. They showed up and played. Miami averages 38 points a game at home. One of the only teams that are undefeated at home, 5-0. Of course, Dallas Cowboys and the Eagles are also. But those are the three teams that are undefeated at home. Miami has like a yard differential of like 516 yards at home. At home. They destroy teams at home. They put up a lot of points. They put up a lot of yards. Very rarely does anyone hold them under 20 points at home. This is the first game that they've won being held under 20 points period, all year long. So when you start talking about, it, now, now, and remember, he is a defensive coach. He's a defensive coach. You say, Coach, what do you have to stop that offense and slow that offense down? He came up, and he showed up, and he put a game plan together. To keep. He made some plays the last couple of weeks, but, but he tasted his first loss last night. I, 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 thought you, I thought it was an incredible job by, by Antonio Pierce, by, by – by the Raiders going into Miami in a tough place that they've torched everybody else. Everybody. And they stayed right in that game to the end. They never stopped fighting.
3: Not at all, Michael. And we, we watched the game together, and they never stopped fighting one bit. I think when you, you mentioned the young quarterback who's a rookie, the one thing that I don't no like comment. and I did not like from an offensive standpoint is you had him no drop back at 41 times and try right. to throw the football. You're going up against Xavier Howard and Jalen Ramsey. It's going to be tough whether you right. got Devontae Smith, or, I mean, uh, Devontae Adams or in Renfro and company. It's just uh, – it, Jacoby Meyer, it's just going to be tough to be able to do that. You thought they should have ran the ball a little bit more, played a little more ball control because defensively, Michael just mentioned it, they kind of had their way defensively against two and company, although it, it, they made hay with Tyreek Hill. Nobody can stop Tyreek Hill. A little joke is just – I don't even know what to call him. Right. I mean, he get the football. It's a frisbee. Man, it's just different. Like me and Michael <laughs> watch the game. It's just a. It's just different. He touches it as soon as he touch it. It's like, okay, here he goes again.
0: We all know that they had
3: an opportunity, but here's you, what I, I would do say. Do you know how
0: hard this is right here to outrun every everybody on that angle? I said Look at he that gone. Angle. As soon as he touched this skip,
3: That's I turned. He's I said gone. he gone. He's gone. He said he ain't because he has a window right there. He gone. <laughs> ain't nothing they can do. That, That's from zero to 60. That's like a Ferrari, man. But here's what I would say about this game, though, Skip. And all in all, Mm. Michael mentioned it. Antonio Pierce is still in the assistant coach's office. Mm -hmm. Basically a cubicle. Hadn't moved. He's still sitting in one. This is what I would tell Mark Davis. I've seen enough. (laughs) No, I've seen enough, Skip. I understand. I I don't need to... (laughs) Go and do an interview. I've seen enough. The fact that in these three games, you've won two. You've gone on the road to Miami in a dogfight. You came out of there with a rookie quarterback that threw three interceptions, that made some key mistakes down the stretch. Instead of taking easy money and staying in it methodically, he's trying to hit home runs. He's missing Devontae Adams. I mean, he just, he's doing things that a rookie would do. Right. If you had a quarterback that was competent, you win that game. Sure. Defense. You, you, you win the football game. So if I'm Mark Davis, I'm going to talk to the president of the team today. I'm going to talk to the general manager. Tell him, it's your team finish this deal, and take us to the promised land. That's what we're going to do. Beautiful. There's, no, there's, no, there's no need to mess around with it. No, right. Even if they lost every single game the rest of the year, he started mm. in an unfair advantage to begin with. He did. And he's got them playing football. Mm. Now, as Michael would say, in closing, what I would say, imagine that that was Josh McDaniels coaching that team against Miami. You think you'd have saw any energy like that at all. We might have seen 70 is what you might have you seen. You might have seen 70. Right. So, right. Mark Davis, be smart and just get it done. And, no, and, there's and, no
0: need to waste the Just get it done. And don't go through this again. I, you know, just I get it done. I believe in, in, when Bishotti got, got let go and brought in, Josh McDaniels, I believe those players were trying to talk to you. That was an incredible season. You remember the, the, the John Gruden and all yes. of that? And these yeah. guys came together. They fought, and they got in the playoffs, and, and then you went in a different direction. You can't make that mistake again. Now, let me tell you something. When I'm leaving the building, guys are running up to me trying to grab me. Let me say something. Let me tell you something. And, and you can feel like they want to say, hey, man, we, we got our coach. Because they know I'm on TV. We got our coach. They just We know what we're doing. That was a career high, yeah. 27 characters. Even 37. Right, right. right, right. I'm, I'm with you on that. And, 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 and you know APA got no problem with it. Let me tell you what he said to me. He said, I called Josh Jacobs in the office and said, listen, man, uh, he was like 100-some yards behind uh, rush.' He said, you're going to win the rushing title.'" Oh, we gonna run you to death. Don't worry. You know you gonna win the Russian title. He said, "You just get ready to go." These guys have taken control of that team, taken ownership of that team. I saw come across that office talking to coach and asking, "Coach, what we're going to do?" They, he listens to him. He listens to him. I hope I'm not out of line again. One thing that was the issue was the players felt like they were not being listened to. One point, you know, coach would look at these cards all the time and look at it. he says, I want you to pay attention to me as a player. Stop looking at that piece of paper. That's how those players work. And I believe Antonio Pierce sees them as players, mm. and you guys got to pay attention to that.
2: By the way, the Raiders wound up with 36 rushing yards yesterday. Yeah, they didn't run it enough. Run it enough. Yeah. J- run it Josh Jacobs
3: only way. had 14 attempts. Right. That's all I'm saying.
2: Okay, and skip so is
3: just a little bit more, so and way, I think they
2: way, will. Way too much responsibility and pressure fell back on the shoulder pads of, of a kid mm. from right Purdue too much named Aiden O'Connor. Okay, yeah. here's what I loved is that Antonio's team went to what I think this year has been the
0: weirdness. Well, there's well, a whole lot of reasons it's hard Aiden. In, Aiden. in Miami, Colombian,
2: Brazilian. Man,
3: will you stopping that? It's
2: a lot bro? out there. For those guys to have to deal with, they, it's hard for those focus. You showed that cheetah play where, where he just ran out the back door. Unbelievable. Okay. And yet I'm looking at this stat sheet that says Miami on third down yesterday was three of eleven. Mm-hmm. Three of eleven. Yeah, they got at him. They okay. got at him. Yeah. Okay. That yeah. that works, man. And you mentioned this play, but there was a second it. and four play. They were backed up at their 13-yard line late in the game. But they had a shot. Aiden O'Connell had a shot. At Devontae, if we could see this one throw, if you make one throw, we mm. might be having a different, different conversation. conversation here. Just make uh, one throw. Devontae okay. does a little yeah, stop but, and but. go, and mm. he's there. If you can mm. drop that one down the chimney to Devontae, maybe. That's well. a, that's a that's real a turkey throw. hole shot, though. That's a hard line, throw, it's, it right. Line
3: drive that joker. And it yeah. Ha- yeah.
2: And it has right. to be gone early. Yeah. Okay, but you have a man who still arguably is the best receiver in football, and he did what he does. He got wide open for a moment, and you just missed him. Okay, well, he's just a kid. He's just a rookie, and he gets thrown into the fire here, and the fire is getting hotter and hotter, which is one moment. And then all of a sudden, Jalen Ramsey said, remember me? I, yeah. I'm still, to, to me, he now. made a statement yesterday, I'm still the best corner in football because if we could see the two picks that he made, right? The, the first one took my breath away, and the second one saved the game if we could see this. Yeah,
3: the first one on the end cut, yeah, he hey, dove
2: for it. Hey, this is just, whoa, God. I said, that's that guy. That's that guy. And then this is the one to save the game. Save the game, save the game, save the game. Look at that. I don't know if it had been completed at all, but he just <laughs> – Skied and took it out. Yeah, I don't know. Him. Yeah, but yeah. that young O'Connell on
3: that 2nd reception, yeah. interception—he right. he's going for the home run he when the easy money is right in front of okay. him.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah. Let me say this though: yeah. with that offense, in that addition, mm-hmm. if Jalen Ramsey can give them some of that, <laughs> now you're talking a whole different thing because they only had 12 turnovers; they were 24. they were in the ring 24. So now you start getting that out of a Jalen Ramsey, and you have that offense because teams are going to be trying to catch up. Yeah, you got something He's, going.
2: The offense has come some back to earth right. over the last four games. Right. They're, they're not scoring the way they were scoring. So, am I wrong, Skip, yeah.
3: that, that Mark Davis should just go ahead and get it done?
2: You're not wrong. Right. I okay. would do the same thing. And right. You can argue that you plunge too quickly, but what, what, what have you said? Three games is a pretty good sample. size. I, I, look, I've seen enough. Right. You
0: can't yeah. risk. You can't risk. Your guys, not not another turn. I'm talking about it was hard getting through what they just went through. You cannot risk your guys when they speak like this. And,
3: and on top of that, Skip, when you've gone through several different transitions yep. right. in a short period of time, right. yep. now you had to deal with Josh McDaniels. So now all of a sudden, AP has put his staff on a team. Now it's flipped. They playing music in a locker room. I mean, it's a total right, flip. Right, It's now, our Now, if you bring somebody in from the outside, yeah. now he's going to do it his way. You know, so it's like... You don't want to keep doing
0: that. You can't. You don't want to keep doing that. Right now, you you got possessive, and they've taken over that possession. This is our team. And I said that to him when I spoke to him. I said, You guys, wherever you start, don't matter. We started at 1 and 15 and 3 and 13, and three years later, we won 3 and 4 years. All you have to do, and they they started, is make sure the nucleus that you have do not let anybody come in. That ain't gonna help you win. Yeah. If you don't do it this way, beat feet, tap toes, but walk on out of here. Is what they must say. Love it.
2: Amen. Woo, amen I'm just saying. to that. I'm just saying, all right. I'm up next, we gotta go talk out. about all the NFL's of. most surprising <laughs> story: <laughs> the amen. Texans. Wait, could, could the Texans make the playoffs? The Houston Texans, of all teams, rose to six and four. C.J. Stroud threw for 336 yards and two touchdowns. Tank Dell caught eight for 149 in Devons. But C.J., who came into this game with only two interceptions, did throw three interceptions in what did become a 21-16 win over Arizona. Still, looking ahead, the Texans have the 11th easiest remaining schedule including two games against the reeling Titans. So, Richard Sherman, what shot do you give the Texans of making the playoffs? I think they got a great chance to make the playoffs uh, because
1: they have a great head coach in D'Amico Ryans. The defense is playing inspired football. The quarterback is playing really good football. You knew that he would have this come-to-earth moment. As a rookie, you knew he would have a game like this. And it's how he responds to this game that will matter the most. And in this game, in the midst of all this chaos, he's throwing interceptions. You could hang your head. You could you could be sad. You could get frustrated. You could throw your helmet. He did not. He continued to push the ball down the field. He continued to trust in his instincts. He continued to trust his reads. Bobby Sloan continued to put him in positions. To be successful and he continued to, to to execute. And so I feel really good about this team going forward. I was concerned how this when this game would happen and how he would respond to it. Would he would he be be uh you know, sometimes you get like a whiplash, you get shocked, the shock of it, of throwing three interceptions. He hadn't thrown three interceptions. I think he's gonna be a great quarterback in this league, and I think they're in good hands. I think they make
0: the playoffs. Yeah, there's certain things you learn through this process of coming into the league and trying to get to where you have your ultimate goals, wherever, you want to be a Super Bowl champion, you want to be a Hall of Famer, there are things you have to go through, and certainly things you have to go through as a rookie. Houston has gone through so many so many peaks, so many valleys, I should say that. They had some early peaks. I mean, you had talent in that city. You had a James Harden and a Deshaun Watson talent in that city, and the city was rising up. And then the it seemed just collapsed. And I mean, the last couple of years, it has been tough to watch. The whole organization and the whole mess that has come from it. Yep. To see this right here, for all of the Texans fans, wow, to come out this way has, has been nothing short of incredible for you. Not only are you in the fight this year, you should be in the fight for years and years to come. The great thing that this is, all young quarterbacks have to learn, and they'll come in the league, and there are things that they'll see that worked in college, and they'll have to try And no matter how much you tell them, they'll have to try it. At this level, I'm telling you, you, can, you, you still got to try And yesterday, the kid found out a few things that he needed to try. Ooh, I can't try that. Ooh, that doesn't work at this level. Those became interceptions. That's what I saw in those interceptions. But I never saw, never saw doubt in him. But more importantly than never seeing doubt in him, I never saw doubt in anyone he's playing with. True. That's the great love you have, Houston. You got a true leader back there that even in the midst, when the vicissitudes of life hits, he still. He's still rising up and making plays. All of that is part of the process. You're way ahead of the game. Even with those three interceptions, he still found a way to win the game. I'm telling you, Skip, this kid is something special. He's going to be doing this for Did quite a you while. Did
2: just go vicissitude oh, or an undisputed? The, the, the That's a thing. first. That's the and hard And maybe a last. It's the hard thing. <laughs> it's a big word. And this young man deserves that big word. So to Richard's first point, I was actually shocked that he threw three picks because I did not see him show any indication of the kind of rookie who would have a fall back to earth game, a welcome to the NFL game this deep into the year, but he did. And then to both of your other points, I kept watching for it. It didn't seem to faze him. He looked just the same at the end of the game, fling it. He was just dealing at the end of the game as if he hadn't thrown a single pick. So just for those who didn't see the three picks, I want to show them to you and that's see what, what did he bounce back from. These are the three picks. Okay, here's the first one in the red zone. Ah. Yeah, just not, not, yeah. not a good idea. And you think yeah. you can get that ball yeah. up and over, but that, that's a pretty good athlete I jumping it in a there. tip ball got picked. I, I, I okay. don't put that on him too much. Yeah.
0: A little bit of a back foot throw. Been late. We're right, and late. Late. Okay. and that's a late throw yep. in, in a back foot throw. Yep. The receiver okay. could have helped
2: him too, though. All right. So you say, well, this is what rookies do in this league. And what? they do. Just what? Peyton Manning led the league in interceptions that first year. Okay, got it.
0: But he also came back and had one of the greatest careers, Skip. And, and let me tell you why it's important for him. I know you said that you didn't see it and no one saw it because he plays very careful with the ball. But there's yeah. an old saying that I hold on to, and this is a young man still learning. It says, only those who have risk going too far knows how far we can truly go. Now, this kid is going to learn like to play great football... Right now, he's going to have to put that ball at risk. Yeah. And he's going to put it in harm's way right. so he can learn how far he can really go. Adam Smith or somebody who we say now is afraid to Touche. go up the field with the football yep. because he never tested himself to see how far right. he can really go. So that's why I say this is all part of the process. Okay. And they're
2: starting to. And it's to a positive. Look, part. Yeah, go ahead, Richard. Yeah. Right.
1: Very positive. Sorry, but, it's a positive part of the, yeah. pro- the process. I mean, he's got 2,900 yards. We talk about how great the season is for Russell Wilson with his 19 touchdowns and four interceptions. Yeah. He's only got 2,000 yards. This kid has 900 more yards. The same for Brock Ridiculous. Purdy. Brock Purdy has, <laughs> has 18 touchdowns, yeah. five interceptions, 2,600 yards. This kid has 2,900 yards. Oh, I mean, God. that's that's the difference.
2: Well, the point was he throws three picks, and he throws for 336 really yesterday. Right. <laughs> well, that's kind of hard to do because you're, you're hurting yourself, hurting yourself, and you're still doing that?
0: Right, and well, everybody starts saying, "Let's start. Let's start, let's yeah. be more careful with the ball. Let's stop throwing the
2: ball. Let's right. start handing it off." And but no, they had Michael, I, I'm not ready to go '90s Cowboys triplets yet, but this Devin Singletary is—he he is hard to tackle. Mm. He is just hard to stop, and he keeps going over 100. And then Tank Dell—I'm not saying he's Michael Irvin, but kid—they drafted out of Houston, another rookie. He, he just took the game over yesterday. I—I'm I, starting to see. True firepower here, where they're not doing it with mirrors. This is legit all the way around the ball. Plus, D'Amico, it's, it's pretty great. So I look down their schedule and I say, well, the true test yes, right. is coming up right now because they got Jacksonville in Houston for that, That's obviously, weird. the huge division game. Jacksonville is a slight favorite in that game. They're, they're favored by one and a half. Do I think that the Texans are ready to beat the Jags even in Houston? I I don't. Mm. But it doesn't matter because their schedule is pretty they got the Broncos at home. I think they can beat them there. Then they go to the Jets, I think they can win that. They got the Titans home and away. I think they can win both yeah. of those games. They got the Browns at home again with the backup quarterback. I I think they can win that game and they finish at the Colts. So, the, I I could see them losing to Jacksonville and then reeling off one, two, three, four, five, six wins. So, and if you do that, you get to twelve and five. You're, gonna you're, you're going to be a playoff team, right? You're going to be. Okay. Right? Yeah. 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 And, yeah. I, I, and this
0: game they, with they Jacksonville them. is going to be. Oh. It's going to be a great game. This is a We're going game. to see right now the the the, the future of that division in yeah. these two quarterbacks here head yeah. to head. And, it, and Trevor Lawrence has the better cool. talent right now yeah. on the outside, yeah. but. Yeah. Boy, what C.J. Stroud is doing with the talent he has is incredible, and that's a young team that's going to just keep growing together. It's, it's really and, pretty, pretty remarkable. And, and their foundational pieces are playing And Laramie Tunsil. They do. They have the that's foundational
1: DN and Will Anderson they who do. got a sack in this game. Right. Yep. They have the foundational corner and Derek Stingley who, who had an interception in this game, and you got the talent. foundational quarterback. So yep. you have all the pieces talent. that will grow together, yep. and it's going to be fun to watch. First-round talent.
2: Mm-hmm. All right. Up next, I can't wait for this because Michael Irvin and I are going to break this down for you. Finally, Jerry agrees to induct Jimmy into the Cowboys ring of honor 30 years later. Wow. Uh, Let's talk about Mm. my coach. No mercy. No mercy. It has been 30 years since Jerry Jones fired Jimmy Johnson after he coached the Cowboys to -to back-to-back Super Bowl live on Fox minutes before kickoff at Carolina. Jerry informed Jimmy and the NFL world that Jimmy will be inducted into the Cowboys' ring of honor December 30th when the Cowboys play Detroit in what could be a huge NFC game at home. Michael Irvin, you played for Jimmy, obviously, in college and in Dallas. Your reaction
0: to this news? I, I was so elated. I, I was just so happy. I truly understand what this means to Coach Johnson. Mm-hmm. I, I was there. You know, I, well, let me go back even farther here. You know, it, it, I remember coming into Miami. Coach Nellenberg brought me into Miami. I was coming from St. Thomason, My coach George Smith. I told you, I just lost my father my senior year and played. Receiver when I got recruited. I wanted to go to Indiana LSU I visited those schools visited those schools, but I just lost my father Coach Smith said I I, I think it's smart for you to stay close to home and then he introduced took me down and of course We met with coach Johnson, but when he passed me off to coach Johnson, he shared stuff with coach Johnson. He said hey This kid just lost his father. Make sure you look out. He might be you know, a little ornery. And Jimmy called Jimmy said to me, Jimmy said to me, I got in a fight at the training day. I hit the officer, just, just hit him in the mouth. I got called in the office. Jimmy said, Son, I know you've been through a lot. I thought when I was walking to his office, guys, I said, Oh, he's going to send me back home. I just got, it. I just got it. He's going to send me right back the whole walk. When I got there, Coach said, son, I know you've been through a lot. He said, Coach Smith told me everything you've dealt with. He said, I want you to know I'm going to be here for you. Whatever you need, I'm going to be here. He said, I'm not sending you home. He said, I'm going to stay here, and we're going to work this out, and you're going to do something just like you promised your mother. I can't help tell you when he got that Hall of Fame ring, we were at the stadium, and he was talking to the crowd. I was crying, oh wow. Emmett and, and Troy was there looking at me, and then of course Charles Haley, who always messes everything up, said, well why are you crying like this? What's going on with you, you know? But, but I was crying thinking about those moments in Jimmy's office. And if Jimmy, who became kind of like my father, I was passed from George Smith, the coach of St. Thomas, to Jimmy, and take care of this kid, he doesn't have a father, like my father. Moment was everything, and I can't imagine, I I can't imagine what is going to be here. We've talked about this, guys, for years. I'm talking about all of us. Me, Troy, Emmitt, Coach. This has been laying on us for years, for years. We were like, Jerry. it's not, we, we gotta get this right, we gotta get this right. I'm so happy that it has been done now. And this will set the situation right. There's only one coach in the Ring of Honor, and there was only one coach that deserved to be in the Cowboys Ring of Honor until this man came along Absolutely. and did what he did in the time span that he did. And remember I just told you about measurement and distance travel. When well, you had a 1-15 team and a 3-13 team, and you turned that around to back-to-back Super Bowls in just two, three years, that's an incredible accomplishment. Thank God he has been placed in his rightful place in that ring of honor.
3: Yeah, no, it, it's about time, right? Obviously, when you look at this situation, had not played for Jimmy, but played in Dallas with Jerry, and obviously knowing Coach Johnson and, and, and being in NFL circles around Michael Emmitt and Troy and knowing them, I understand the whispers. I know what, you know, I know what was going on and, and why things fell apart the way that they did, but it's a good thing to see. And it reminds me a lot of Parcells. They went their separate ways for a while. And all, then they mend the fences and everything worked out. Everybody kind of got back together and everything is, you know, to a degree is okay. And then you look at some of the things that gone on with the Lakers and Dr. Bus, or some of the things with Magic in the Bus family, but they eventually figured it out and got it back together. Now you look at this situation and they figured it out. And I'm sure with the help of Michael Troy and Emmitt, they figured it out because you can't have the triplets in the ring of honor no. and not have the main guy. And Michael's right. my, a lot of people credit Jimmy Johnson to two Super Bowls. I don't. I credit him with three, even though he didn't coach the last one. Sure. OK, he put that thing together in the leadership that they had with Michael and Troy and Emmitt and, and Haley and all the rest of them and prime coming over. It allowed them to take the, the things that he laid down from a foundational standpoint and keep it the train going down the right yes, track. Don't
2: discount what Coach Switzer
3: did. No, no, I'm not, I'm not, I, I I'm not,
2: it. I'm not it. discounting yeah, him. Understand. I'm just saying,
3: yeah. gotta give him gotta give him a piece. You know, it's all you know, it's, it, right. it's the same thing with Coach Dungey and my championship okay. that I won. Yeah, John Gruden was our coach, but Tony Dungey put that thing together well, along said. with Rich McKay. So that's kind of how I'm looking at it. But it's good to see, it's good to see Jimmy finally and Enrique Otter, Michael, because it wouldn't be right. It's just how you not going to have him in there? I mean, like, come on. Realize that, hey, in the end, it's the right thing to do.
2: Thank you for saying that. Thank you for saying, Michael, what you said. I spent a lot of time around both these men. I wrote a whole book about their relationship and sometimes lack thereof relationship. I love them both deeply because they are two rare human beings. They both have huge egos, and you can just imagine after two Super Bowls how those egos started to clash. Jimmy was sometimes hard on Jerry because Jerry didn't pay any coaching dues, and Jerry was right in the middle of it, but Jerry did some good things as the GM of your team. He went and got you a Charles Haley that was a catalyst for you to win those two Super Bowls. They both deserve some credit. Jimmy more than Jerry. Jerry couldn't stand it. One thing led to another. They had a little incident one night at the league meetings. All of your coaching staff was together, Michael, led by Jimmy at the head of the table. And Jerry just happened to walk up and propose a toast to the Dallas Cowboys. This is after the second Super Bowl. Jimmy wasn't happy with Jerry at that point and would not lift his glass to toast. And you can imagine what that did to Jerry Jones and his huge ego. And he proposed a second toast and Jimmy still wouldn't lift his glass. And Jerry stormed back to the hotel, saw a couple of reporters from the Dallas Morning News and told them that he was going to fire Jimmy Johnson. Because recently, Jimmy said, well, maybe 20 could have, but give me some break here. You know, like, yeah, it was a really good football team, really good football team. And Somebody wrote that. Hey, hey. They, they come wrote on. That, that, yeah. that, that he said yeah. that, and
0: yeah. that thing became a storm. It became a it storm. A storm. And, and, and Jimmy was on, and some of I don't want to say Jimmy, people yeah. were under the rule that once the drinks go up, the pins yeah. go
2: down, yeah. but that wasn't the situation. No, that wasn't the situation. The point is, that was 30 years ago, and Jimmy Johnson is the single greatest force of a coach I have ever been around. I've been around a whole bunch of coaches, including. Mount Landry, Coach Landry, who was in the Ring of Honor. Listen, Jimmy was a nuclear force, as you know, Michael, in the locker room before a game. I, I've never seen anything like him before. He deserved to be in the Ring of Honor a long time ago. It took Troy and Emmett and Michael Irvin encouraging, maybe turning up the heat a little bit from here and there to finally say Jerry it's time it's just time to do this and it finally is going to happen and i got tears in my eyes yesterday watching it live because jimmy he, he, i'm not saying he cried but his eye looked look a little wet to me is that possible he yeah. just got a little wet trust me this little, means yeah. everything coach yeah. yeah. this
3: means everything man, it, 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 everything. man I'm happy to the guys that you, you put together right. on you a team together. is there and, yeah. and, and you're not, you're Thank in the you. Hall of Fame, but you're not in the Ring of Honor and you on, delivered God. championships and Super Bowls in a short period of time? What he the coach? Five years? Five years? I mean, like, come on.
0: Come on. I, you, you know, and, and I, uh, you guys, I've been here enough now and, and I've shared about my meeting with Antonio Pierce. So let me share just a little here. Well, you, you, you know what I just went through this offseason. And, and through all of that, I would say Jerry Jones had a very big part of working things out, of being, being a part of working things out. And one of the things that we will always talk about as far as how far you're going to do this, Michael, how far you're going to take this is, wherever you go, remember you take all of us. You know, so if you go into any kind of big fight, I take all of the Dallas Cowboys, yeah. all of your Eggman. And the Smith, you, you, you see That's what I'm saying? True. So, so we were saying, we were saying this offseason, you have to hold on, not just you, but to all of us, to all of us, and you better believe that those things will push right back. Now you got to hold on to all of us, and we need to get Jimmy in this Ring of Honor, and I'm so happy that this has happened. We've been moving towards this for a while, and I'm telling you, this makes things whole again. And I'm going to say this now, and it won't happen until Jerry made it right with Jimmy. And now Jerry has made it right with Jimmy. Uh-huh. The ghost can get out of the building uh-huh. that has stopped us from going any farther. Uh-huh. Now, now that the that curse has been healing arrested. has commenced, and I Jimmy is going to be Imagine in the ring was, of honor, were, where you he belongs, so where Michael, he should okay. be, Michael, you were doing great. The building <laughs> can
2: be. Okay, I, I got to <laughs> cut you both off because we got to go. <laughs> you were doing so good, you. man. You were doing they great. Were doing great. <laughs> okay, up next, we got to talk about this <laughs> even yeah, on you, NFL Monday it, because LeBron finally made. A game-winning free throw last night. Yes, the man. ghosts are gone. The goblins have run, and now we can
0: run to a championship. That's exactly I take
2: wild finish last night here in L.A. Rockets at Lakers, an ill-advised and failed steal attempt by Dylan Brooks with four seconds left. Left LeBron with an open path down the baseline to the basket. And to LeBron's credit, he did not settle for some tricky baseline jumper. Nope, he drove it. Then he tried to go up and under. He did get fouled with the score tied. Surely I thought he could make one of the two free throws. I thought for the win, he'd make the first free throw. Yet he labricked the first one, missed it pretty badly. And given his lengthy history of missed late game free throws, I thought, uh uh-oh, this one's going to be tough. But to LeBron's credit again, he stepped right up and swished it. Under the circumstance, th- this was to me as impressive as anything I've seen from LeBron late in games. Congrats, LeBron, on a great game—37, 6, and 8 on 14 of 19 from the field, and on making an extremely difficult free throw to win it. Keyshawn, what did you see last night? Impressive.
3: I mean, but, but not only impressive by LeBron, also Anthony Davis came to the party and
2: played he out, yeah. really, really
3: well up until the point yep. that he fouled out. I, I, it, but when you look at it, here LeBron is at 38, 39 years old, okay? And he's, he's hearing the chirping he's from the, the outside chirping. noise, yeah. whether it's Dylan Brooks, who, who played pretty good basketball last he night, did, or, 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 or whether it's, it's the media that's attacking his ability to go to the cup and finish or questioning his... The ability to pass the ball and get his teammates involved in crucial situations, wanting him to take every single shot, he's hearing the noise. And he's responding to it. Last
2: night he responded. He
3: he, he certainly did respond. Yep. But when you look at it, here's a guy at 38 years old. I'll call him 39 he'll be 39 here in a minute. Yeah, so he's 39 years old. Yep. Doing what he's doing is amazing. I mean, just think about that, though, Skip. You rattled off the numbers. A guy who, who simply is 19 to 14 from the field. 14 to 19. I mean, yep. 14 to 19 yep. from the field. Mm-hmm. Okay, he made seven of the nine free throws. He I know, did. I know. You know, he had the one miss, but he still hit it no, when it mattered.
2: Yep, he's been making more.
3: Yeah, he's not turning the ball over at an alarming rate. No, nope. even though the offense is going through him, he's facilitating everything. It's just, I don't know what else. What more does he need to do? Yeah, like literally, what more does he need to do? He realizes his son's in the stands, his family's there. Now I need to take off my, lace up my shoes better yet and take off like I've always been able to do. Yeah. And that, that's impressive. That's why I say you can't count him out, even though he's playing very high minutes. Mm. But at some point, those oh, minutes will come down, they'll go right back up. Yeah. You know, Richard, so it, it, I don't know what else to say. Yeah. Like, what, what can you say yep. other than Uncle he Richard. is the GOAT? Yep.
1: I mean, you got to give him credit. You got to give him credit every time they're trying to replace him. They're trying to anoint some. Even on this team, they're like, "Hey, he's giving Anthony Davis the keys to the car." He yeah. hasn't. Like Anthony Davis is on a test drive. It's like it's like when you're driving on a permit and your parents still got to be in the car. LeBron LeBron will take over and get in the driver's seat when he has to, yeah. and he has had to this season because clearly Anthony Davis isn't ready to take over those reins. The 35 he had against Portland, I mean, this weekend. I mean, he just looks like a killer. You talk about all these young and -and up-and-coming players. Give LeBron James his credit. He's having an MVP-caliber season, but so is Steph Curry and Kevin Durant. All these old guys who are supposed to be done, they're supposed to be on their way out, averaging 30 points right now, 30 points for for, uh, Kevin Durant, 30 points for Stephen Curry, and LeBron's shooting 61, true shooting percentage, like, it's insane, the level that he's playing at. He's shooting the three at a high level this, this past run. He's shooting better free throws now. He's dunking it better. He said, hey, I'm tired of hearing. They, they keep saying, I just want to lay the ball up. So he drove to the lane and dunked it on everybody who was yeah. down there. Skip. He this is too guy
2: small that- on Dylan Brooks because he is much bigger yeah. than Dylan yeah. Brooks. He did. Okay, so <laughs> the shot of the night came from what I call his co-closer, Austin Reeves, who's starting to get more comfortable in that role, because he made a three with 24 seconds left. That was like a logo three. It, it was deep. If we could see this, oh not yeah, close. It was close to logo. I, when he took it, I thought, my God, what are you doing? But he made it. And then because AD had fouled out, LeBron had to guard Shingun, who's 6'11" down to the post, and he couldn't. He just couldn't stop him. So Shingun makes two shots over LeBron that keeps him close. But then, if we could see the inbounds where. LeBron, I think we're going to show you. Oh, this is Shingoon on LeBron. Yeah, I mean, LeBron's just not big enough to stop him because there's no AD. But if we can see the inbounds play to LeBron at the end of the game. Here's Shingoon. Here's the, no, I think, no, that's that's the in- inbounds that's the inbounds. Play, this is the end of the game. Yeah. Okay, so there's another play where just before this, yeah, here we go. Okay, so. LeBron, and Le- LeBron's playing hot potato because he wanted Austin to shoot the free throws. And I don't blame LeBron. It's not been his forte in his career. He just says, no, you shoot them. You shoot them because they're going to foul. And what what does Austin do? He goes to the, to the free throw line and made the first one, and he left the second one short. So he left the door slightly open for Houston, which necessitated, here's his second shot. He just left it short. Okay, so now we go to the last play. And now we go, we've Okay, good on, on Austin, good enough. Now we go to the last play, the inbounds play. I don't know why Dylan Brooks would overplay that. It's just like, you, you, why, why would you do that? Why would you go for the steal and give him the baseline <coughs> like that? Because Austin made a good pass, and then LeBron goes up and under. I wasn't sure who fouled him, but the, the point was. Oh, he did, Dylan Brooks. Watch yeah. his Dylan, Dylan Brooks fouled three times him grabbed behind. him okay. beforehand,
3: but skip. Yeah. Yeah, I heard right you I heard you with right the here. little slick, slick comment that he wanted Austin Reese to shoot it because well, he he's missing them no, down but, the stretch. But, I
2: mean, we, this has been his career. We, yeah, but I don't, I don't necessarily time. know that he okay, went but, into but, it and said, if you, you if shoot, you want, I don't want to shoot Okay, you. but he's hot potatoing the ball. If, if, they're going to have to foul. So if you want to go shoot the free throws, just stop gold. Just stop dribbling. They're going to have to come and foul you, and you can go what? shoot the free throw.
1: Yes. Yeah. What he did is no, exactly what he's what been doing is he made the right play. Exactly. And he made the right play, and I knew you would be talking mess when he passed to Austin Reeves.
2: I said, the right play for here he goes would be. The right, yeah, he made the right play because he wanted Austin to shoot the free throw.
3: Oh, Skip, stop. All
2: right. He, he passed it to a guy who uh, has next. a highest free throw percentage. Will the Eagles cover? We got three guys picking the Eagles, so I assume they think they're going to cover the spread tonight. Yeah. Fly Eagles fly. No 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 mercy.
3: Back
2: down, back down. Eagles, two and a half point underdogs tonight in their Super Bowl rematch with the Chiefs at the Chiefs. Now you guys all picked the Eagles, so tell me what the score is, Keyshawn Johnson.
3: I'm taking Eagles 27-23. 27-23. Uh, 20 because I, I just I, I feel like it's their time. You know, it's that team. That it's that team. That you can't ever beat, but you, you you finally can get a chance to do it. Like uh, Jason Kelsey said, We've never beat him before. Never nope. beat
0: Andy Reid. Okay. Mike. I, I see the Eagles putting this thing together tonight and putting up 34 points while they hold the Chiefs to 20 points. It's a 34-20 game. I told you decisively. Now, the only way this is different, if Patrick Mahomes give you one of the greatest games he's ever seen in his life. And he And will. he's been
2: playing great. Richard, what you got? 24 27 uh Philadelphia which what you got the loser backward here 27 24 oh, yeah yeah yeah. Okay. yeah 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 27 24 philly's win 20. okay and your bottom line is what uh the philadelphia is the better team it's the better team low drives okay i'm lone. the lone wolf here because i have the home team winning i have mahomes to kelsey going crazy big numbers and i got 31 to 20 chiefs because the eagles oh. got to go down cry eagles cry that's it for undisputed we're back tomorrow at 9 30 eastern and i can't wait go cowboy